This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Do you betray the law? Welcome back, everyone, to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. My name is Andy. And I'm PK. And we are here to read, react to, and review the original Judge Dredd case files slash progs, uh, which are the comics. I had someone ask that question recently. What is a prog? It is a yeah. program. It or was, a, our, it was uh, our good friend. Our good friend, Brian. Uh, today we are going to be looking over progs 122, 123, and 124. Shorting program to prog is a very British thing, it by the way. It is very, It's yeah. the most UK thing you could do. It's the next thing to dropping a spanner in your lorry's engine. <laughs> or have it bopping around in the, what's the, what's the, the, what do they call the trunk or the hood? I oh, the, the, the boot. The boot, yes. You got a spanner in the boot of your lorry. Boom. Ugh. There you go. That's the most British sense I've ever heard in my life. Um. So, PK, what do you remember when last we left off? Uh, it was more just kind of Monster of the Week stuff. What happened? Just, uh, wasn't Walter doing something? We had two progs about Walter's scrapbook. Oh, where yeah. Where he told stories about Walter being, doing laundry. He got, he got arrested by Judge Dredd. And the other one, what was the other one? I forget. I have to look at it already. Um, the other one was where... Um, uh, the time that Judge Dredd made a mistake by... Oh, by... Walter was trying to feed him some food. No, he, it was... Um, that was the same one where he got sent to prison. Okay, it's you're Judge right. Dredd making the mistake of taking on little Ralphie. Oh, little Ralphie! Little Ralphie, whatever his name was. Yeah. I want to go to the Academy! I was like, you got kicked out, son. Sorry about that. But now Dredd visits him every week? Despite not visiting Vienna. His, his own, own niece? Yeah, his own niece. We'll, we'll, we'll work, on, work on that. Uh, we also had the Forever Crimes, which oh, are... Oh, shit! Remember if we had the, the reanimation process or whatever, the God, that's frozen, right. Cryogenically frozen If you people. do a crime so bad, they spend so much like money and and, uh, yeah. and power keeping you alive so they can keep you alive longer. And keep you alive so they can cure your disease when you uh, wake back up so that you can stay in prison for your... Uh, that's what you they know, spend their resources on. That's what we need. That's what we need in this society. But I mean, thirteen percent of people are employed. So <laughs> what? What are you gonna do, right? Um, I gotta ask you, PK. How did you like the Judge Dread comics that I got you for? Your I birthday? read. Okay, so that's the last <laughs> Judge Dread that I read. I read them twice. Me once too. at the night I got them, out of order because I didn't understand. I didn't see the numbers. I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> I did like 27 first on accident. And then I read them again in order, and I liked the Judge Dredd storyline the most about the guy coming back from Titan and yep. the SJS. Very. Which, to me, as reading, you know, Judge Dredd comics from 40 years ago and seeing shit show up like that. 50 years ago. 50, geez. No, no, 40. Four, I'll say 40, yeah, because it's almost 1980, so 40 yeah. years ago. Holy um, shit. Seeing a guy from Titan with the with the prosthetics come back and yep. refer, referring to the SJS and they refer to Rico and they refer to Rico and there's a little joke about Tweak yeah it was fucking heaven and they also like they they I think they specifically allude to the SJS having been corrupt before in the past, this, yeah which is alluding to the the day the, the, the law died yeah so. I was really happy about that. What did you think of the Death World thing? That was my second favorite one. The that was Death my World, that the was Fall cool. of Dead World. Yeah. Holy shit! That's gory and gross, and I, I really it. want to read all. I would love. I'm gonna buy a TPB of that when it comes out. <laughs> That'd be fun. I would love to buy the TPB of the Fall of Dead World. Was there any other? Non- I want to read more about Sydney Sydney Dayth before he's Judge Death. Oh, his name is Sydney Dayth. Yeah, like D E comma 
His, A-T-H. his name would be Sydney. <laughs> I don't know why, but that makes a lot of sense. I would love to read about this fall of Dead World because that was fucking enthralling as fuck with the with the USSR and and the uh, and yeah, the the um what's it called? It's not the USSR. No, it's, it's like the, the Soviet the block. Soviet cities. Yeah, Soviet cities. And they talk about and from what I've read about the fall of Dead World because I went down a little rabbit hole with it. There are different universe uh, different universe versions of like uh, Judge Cal. There's a different universe. Uh, in Dead World, they have because it's, wow. it's an alternate dimension. Yeah, Cal would still be around. There's a Cal. There's a there's a what's his name, uh, Solomon. Solomon's still around. Interesting, because we only saw him once, and that was mentioned during the Cursed Earth. There's uh, even a, a Johnny Rotten. Johnny Rotten. Johnny Harvey Rotten. Spikes Harvey Rotten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. They, I guess they, it's a way of them bringing back all these old characters and seeing them in a different light, kind of thing. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'm a big fan of shit like that. Yeah, so I would I, if that comes out in TPB, I'm ordering it because I fucking loved it. If you, can't, if you hear a, an obnoxious chewing noise in the background, it's a that, dog. That is my dog just going ham on a fucking rawhide. So PK, today we're going to start with our first uh, first episode, our first prog of a new four part arc. Okay. Oh shit. So we're going to get three parts of the way through, and we're going to stop. And blue ball you right for the climax, okay? Awesome. We're just gonna just gonna hop right off yeah. and slap you in the face. Um, so, this is the Father Earth mini arc. I know who he is because I've seen his little his little profile on the Judge Dread wiki. Really? Well, I've seen the hyperlink. I haven't actually clicked it. No worries. Um, so let's get started. Well, he's one of the day. few like re- it's like reoccurring villains or just villains. Really? I don't think it's reoccurring because I-, I saw him under the villains. Okay, column. I'll say this much. But he has a page that I haven't read. It's, it's. I mean, I'm not going to rule out that he's gonna, he's a reoccurring villain or not. We'll have to find out, okay? I think that's because Judge Rico is also in the same category, so mm-hmm. it might not be reoccurring villains. But at least But referenced. notable villains. Okay, okay. So, let's get into this, PK, shall we? Uh, Prog 122, Father Earth Part 1, was released July 21st, 1979, script by John Howard. Wagner. Wagner is the hardest working writer in comic books. Dude. <laughs> he's still out there. Yeah. Yeah. He's He is accred- accredited with, like, do, pretty much the, the creation of Judge Dredd, which is basically him and Carlos Esquerra did the, uh, the original art and style and yeah. stuff, everything for it. Artist, by the way, for this uh, prog is Brian Bolland and letters by Tom Frame. I'm going to have you read our narration, PK. Few of the hardiest adventurers dared to set up trading posts in the cursed earth. The atomic wasteland outside Mega City One. It could be a dangerous life. And PK, if you want to describe what's going on here, I'd appreciate it. We see like a little, like a little general store. Like a, there's like a, are those coffee machines or soda machines or something. On the it left. looks like it, yeah. Uh, it's a little, a little saloon general store. There's a, there's a lady with like a little uh, Geiger counter, and a, I'm assuming it's a Geiger counter. Uh, that's a good point. And or maybe uh, a, thermometer, a giant perhaps. hillbilly looking robot with overalls. <laughs> yes, giant hillbilly robot. And a giant robot. underbite. Yep. And uh, it's a, a man, woman, and a robot. It also is, I will say this, a young black couple, which I'm happy to see representation of in, in the comics, because we haven't had many except for Judge Giant, I, guess they I think. Are. They, do, they have African-American features. Yes. Um, and the I white, can't tell because it's black and white. It is harder to tell, but I would, but I would argue it that does, yeah. it does lend they itself do. to that. Um, the They're wife... coded is the, is, is, the, is the term, right? Coded? coded? African-American coded? I have no idea what that is. I, I just heard it's a term for like, when someone is not outright, it's like kind of ambiguous, it's like, oh, they're homosexually coded. I have never heard that term before. Oh, okay. Well, I will say this. The young woman who is facing towards the camera has like a, a, a tight, curly black hair. Yeah. And uh, 
and bigger lips, and I assume that she is a woman of African-American descent. A person of color. But she is looking a at... A lovely person of color. She is, and we, um, we need more representation of that in this comic. She is looking at, like, a Geiger counter, like you said, and she is saying to the gentleman in the background who is directing the robots... Gamma level is rather high today, dear. Better zip up your anti-radiation suit. Okay, boys. Guess it's time to open the door. To which one of the giant robots responds... Yeah, boss. <laughs> and then, PK, if you want to describe what's happening, please... What the fuck? <laughs> we, we go from zero to a hundred real, real quick. quick. Um, a bunch of mutants. I'm assuming they're mutants because that guy's like a fucking orc from Warcraft 2. <laughs> yep. Uh, with dog helmets. Yes. Are they helmets or is that their face? That's a great question. Sure is. It, it, Man, if they killed those dogs, that's sad. Well, I put a pin in that because I have to bring something up about these people. But it is a bunch of... Men, muscular men, wearing the upper halves of dog heads yeah. as helmets, or and they maybe look that's deformed. They have like huge brows and wide, and mouths, wide mouths, pointy, and, uh, teeth. wide orc noses. Yes, and they are all brandishing different weapons, including like laser rifles and, and hammers and axes. Yep, one and, guy has like a steel girder, and uh, they are shouting, <laughs> "Behold the doomsday dogs!" <laughs> They got a theme. They're sticking with it. Yeah, it's, that, it's, I mean, every gang has to have a theme. You got the suction gang. Oh, God. Uh, I would like to avoid the suction the gang. The troggies. The troggies. Uh, the, the ape mafia. The ape gang, yes, of course. Um, so these these gang, this uh, most likely mutants, we're assuming, because we, we know we're in the, the Cursed Earth. Yes. Most likely these mutants, uh, Doomsday Dogs, come in, they crack the gentleman across the face. Oh! They and, knock down the robot. Yep, they knock down the robots, and they're just one guy's got like he's bent over with arm rays, just destroying the robot. Yeah, and the other guy's like firing into the bottles on the wall. Um, destroy the cursed machines! Destroy! 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 Help, boss! As the robot is just getting like mauled. help, boss. Um, now the the young gentleman is being dragged outside, and the young woman is being dragged by her arm. At, um, it looks out the door, and he says, "Who? Who are you? Why are you doing this?" As the, the the leader of the the leader of them, the one the most important dog helmet, <laughs> yeah, or cowl, I guess you would call it. Yeah, uh, you are city folk. You must be punished for your sins. Outside was a huge band of mutilanders. Now, How PK, did this crowd is? If you can describe what we got looking on here, there what's is going a on? gigantic crowd. It is massive. It's easily in the thousands. How do they not notice? Yeah, it is. Also, the scale of this is really weird because look how small they are to the front of the crowd but <laughs> yeah. look at the, the the mutants and the people coming out of the store way in the background of the trading post we see Ike and Irma Cobb's trading post oh. mutants welcome food provisions something furs war debris yeah war debris and yeah the the scale is kind of off but it is it conveys the image of a shitload of people and there's a gigantic parting down the middle of them like a red the Red Sea um, and at the bottom we see like a kind of a, a silhouette a of a silhouette man. of a, a furry man. A furry man, and uh, one of the uh, oh, one of the mutants is calling out as they're leaving the the shop in the background. Take the city folk to Father Earth. We got all the weapons and supplies. Burn the cursed building. The traders had seen many strange mutants, but none quite like the raiders' leader. If PK, if you want to paint me a picture with words, I'd much appreciate it. Uh, we see fucking a. Tree beard. Ooh, good reference. Uh, he's just a guy covered in plants 
Mm-hmm. A large, he looks, he's a large bearded man. Yep. Just covered in plants. No clothing on it. Oh, he's got a little satchel. He's he got a little, a... a little side satchel. Yep. Uh, and only his hands, feet, and like the top part of his face are, well, not even the entire top part of his face are free of plants. <laughs> It's a, a gigantic flower smacked up in the middle of his forehead. Yep, and they are growing out of him. You can still look at his feet, and you can see like the vines. The vines are, coming are growing out of his up skin. his legs. Um, That's cool as hell. PK, if you want to give me the most Gandhi-ish impression you can, or oh. or, or like a uh, wise old man from uh, maybe West Asia kind of thing. Okay. All right. Go for it. I am Father Earth. I am the goodness of the earth. Come to avenge the evil of the city. You will join me in my crusade against Mega City One. The man, uh, the young couple are looking at this man they've been brought before, and the guy's thinking to himself, "The plants, they're growing on him." He's a walk. What, what was her voice? Uh, she was like a, she had a sort of southern voice. He's a walking garden. And now we turn the page. And the two of them are kind of like, the, the gentleman, they both, like, you can see their worried faces. They are, in fact, a young black couple. Yeah. Um, and he is holding the wo- the wife on her shoulder, like, you know, protecting her a bit. Uh, we're just honest traitors. We don't know anything else. So be it. No bit. There can only be one punishment. <laughs> go there. Go there. Fuck it. You Why want not? to go lean all the way into lean it? Lean into it, dude. Uh, all right. We had Chico and Che. Why the we fuck not? We had Judge Chico and Che. Um... So now we have the... If you want to describe this next panel for me, PK, I'd appreciate um, it. He is shooting vines out of his neck, and they're wrapping around their 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 throats, around their necks. Yes. Vines are shooting out from under his beard, more yes. specifically. Yes. I'm assuming it's a gigantic mossy tree beard beard. <laughs> okay. Um, and they're wrapping around their necks. Strangling them. Yeah. And they have, like, little roses on the end of them. And he is saying to them, as this is happening... Let nature draw you back within her sleep easy, my friends. Creepers strangling us! Oh! As the, the two, like, ride... And these are not very thick vines. No, they're very... Like, you these can just... Like, <laughs> these look like pencil-thin vines you can just snap. Like, get... No. Like a dandelion you know, stem. Like, like, no. I don't... I don't. And it's not, like, a bunch of them. It's, like, one per person. Yeah, and it's, like, just... They got some thorns on them, I mean, so... that seems mildly inconvenient ah! and painful. Is that, is that blood? No, but... Ah! Ow! Ow! Stop! Ah! Um, later, <laughs> we uh, see Father Earth along with uh, the Doomsday Dogs in the background and all these thousands of people. Father Earth is casting uh, what looks like seeds or sand onto two mounds in the ground. Oh, okay. All right. L- later, let the plant these seeds with them. Their lives will not be wasted. From their bodies will spring new life to make the cursed Earth bloom. Blessed be thy bounty, Father," said one of the uh, Doomsday Dogs in the background. Looks like the leader one, yeah. And now the uh, Father Earth is point is like we got a cl- cool close up of him from like the pro- uh, I guess profile, and he's pointing into the distance at the walls of Mega City One, the concrete, the concrete cur- curtain. Well done. Uh, go for it, PK. Our crusade against Mega City One goes on. They who cover this earth, good earth, with concrete and steel. They who turn this land into an atomic desert. This city is the root of all evil. We must destroy it. We must tear it apart, stone by stone, girder by girder. Only then can the land be clean. And now, if you want to describe what's going on this next panel as well, I'd Too hot topless? Maybe. They're wearing, like, togas. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, hippie ladies. They have flowers in the middle of their foreheads as well. Are, 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 are flanking Father Earth and... 
<laughs> they have big stupid watering cans. And they are watering him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, I, I get the... But like the watering can looks weirdly dumb. It, the watering can looks weirdly like present instead of like... It doesn't look rusted or old or like a brand spanking yeah. new watering can. And Fa Father Earth has his head upturned to the sky, both his palms facing skyward, as a young lady says to him, Father, your flowers are wilting. Let us revive them. What if he was a hippie? Thank you, my dears. I needed that. Go for it. I, whatever you want to pick. Let's get all the voices. Yeah, let's, let's until we nail one down. <laughs> I like the hippie. Go I like the it. hippie, yeah. We have a really cool zoom in on his eyes now. He's like oh, pitch whoa. black They're eyes. Like pitch black little white pupils. Yeah, go for it. Today, Mother Earth will claim back what is hers. Today, her bowels will open, <laughs> and fire and brimstone will spew forth upon that cursed city. This is Doomsday. You, I, we are five years old and, of course, have to laugh at the word bowels. Um, <laughs> we have a... It's, it's a poop joke. It's about poop. Um, we have uh, an outside shot of the Iron Curtain now. And we've got big, like, radar dishes and mounted guns yeah. on the top of it. And the... The... Narration here says, In Mega City 1, scanners on the Mutiland wall constantly screened the Cursed Earth for signs of danger to the city. And we have someone talking to Judge Dredd in here. We're picking up a large body of people heading this way. Estimate oh, sorry. This is, uh, my apologies. This is actually Judge Griffin saying this. So oh. go for your Judge Griffin okay. voice. We're picking up a large body of people heading this way. <laughs> Estimate 10,000 strong. All informed Justice Central. Uh, Chief Judge Griffin was in consultation with top lawman Judge Dredd when the message came through. And we see Judge Griffin and Judge Pepper, Chief Justi uh, Justice oh, Pepper. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's continuity. That is continuity. Former tutor. Former tutors. And they are both sitting at a table. Uh, Griffin is center. Uh, tutor Pepper is on the, uh, I guess, our left, his right. And Judge Dredd is across from him the table. Pepper, and I didn't think much of him, but he cuts an impressive profile here. He does. You're well, less a strong impressed. chin. You're less impressed when this time goes on. Oh. Uh, go for Griffin. Okay. Um. Uh. What do you What do you make of him, Dredd? We're always getting these fantastic bands, muties, and outcasts banding themselves together to make trouble. Normally, I'd say forget them, but this time, there's too many, Chief Judge, and it bothers me. Let's send a patrol out to look at them. But Deputy Chief Judge Pepper had the last word. It was to prove disastrous. Go for Judge Pepper as he gives this. He's got a much less impressive profile. Yeah, he's got like a grimace. He's like gritting his teeth. He's got a long face, long nose. Go for it. Stuff and nonsense. Wall defenders will handle any dashed muties. <laughs> it's very British. Yes. Get more important things on our plate. Uh, need every judge things. here for the election. Oh, got more. Yeah. Got more important things on our plate. Need every judge here for the election. It was election day in Mega City One. A few may a new mayor was being chosen on the streets. Rival parties clashed. PK, go ahead. It's uh, your job to describe. We see gigantic. All right. Uh, it's just it's just two crowds facing each other. Very very organized. Mm -hmm. I think those judges organizing the crowd maybe, but um, you know one of them they're all they're all holding signs. Uh, one says "Reelect Jim Grub." He knows he, he, you know he works. <laughs> yep. And one of them is uh, Myra Shrell put a doll on the city in city hall. Yep. So it's just because the election today, it's just two different, the two different, uh, the the two party system. Now it works. Uh, it, it, it's what we have. Um, I don't know if it works it or not. Works. I don't know if that's true or not at this point. But Judge you know Dredd, he works. Judge Dredd is driving by this, and he is thinking to himself. 
Uh, agitators and bully boys, dunks, taps, and pongos. The election brings them all out. Judge Pepper was right. We need every judge here. The fuck did you just say? Uh, there is a Tharg note, though. Yep. Go for it. Uh, dunks, taps, and pongos. Uh, uh, pickpockets, muggers, and confidence tricksters. <laughs> that explains about half of what I needed to know. It's like, I get, it's like slang for these other things, but... No joke, I had to Google what a confidence trickster is. I don't know what the is. fuck that is. Put a pin in it. I have a definition for us, okay? A confidence trickster. Um, that seems like a fucking D&D Unearthed Arcana subclass. That really sounds like a very specific subclass of Rogue that's very shitty. Yeah. Um, but we have... Uh, I'm really strong! <laughs> he's really strong. I don't think he's really strong. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really strong. Our next panel shows a gentleman being like, oh, as he's like falling away from Judge Dredd riding his bike. Um, and Dredd is thinking to himself, yet I can't help worrying about those Mutilanders. Then he yells out, hold it, Dunk! Empty your pockets! All right, now a Dunk, if we refer to the Tharg note, is a slang for a pickpocket. Yes. And now, PK, if you want to describe what's happening in this next panel, I'd Oh my that. god! <laughs> he does the perfect thing and opens his jacket, and there are just... He's just covered in like a like a 1990s Marvel character <laughs> with pouches and and little and little like it's just pouches. It's, it's just pouches. Pouches. The inside of his jacket is all pouches. There's like wallets. he looks like Cable when he was drawn by Rob Liefeld. Oh, wow, that's that's a deep cut. There's like wallets falling to the ground as well. <laughs> oh my god, there are! And he's got this expression of like you got me. Yeah. And Dread <laughs> Dread has the question of you normally carry 47 wallets, pal. As he responds, how much time do I got? How much time I got to answer that, Judge? Try two years. I love that exchange. That's a great. That's a great. That's one. probably my favorite exchange I've ever read in Judge Dredd. Really? It's up there. It's really fucking good. It's actually pretty witty, honestly. Yeah. How much time do I got to answer that? It's it, try two years. People always say the worst thing to Judge Dredd. Yeah. Instead of being time? like, because they want, because I mean, because the comics are written for uh, people to set up jokes for him. Yes, that's. Uh, yes, but if we're talking in universe, they oh. always just say the worst thing when they come up to him. And you know, it's the, it's the same thing in the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Oh my god! Everything is set up for him to make a pun. I love it so much. He's dead tired. He's dead tired. I let him go. <laughs> what happened to John? I let him go. I gave him a break. <laughs> it's always that kind of shit. That's um, Ben Black. That I is gave him a break. That is a good quote. Vincent D'Onofrio. Good fucking job catching me on that. Uh, meanwhile, this next panel I like a lot is we see the bad some guys being led into like a like a paddy wagon in the back by a different judge. Yeah. But in the close foreground. <laughs> Dread is contemplative. He's like, hmm. It's doing that fucking contemplative jazz thing from the Se the Seinfeld meme. Yeah, he's got the he's got the the chin he's stroking like hmm. deep in thought. Uh, go for the narration, PK. Dreadman Dread made a number of arrests, but his mind was on the Mutilanders. And the judge in the background has like a clipboard and he's calling out names. Yeah. Philip L, five months inside. Kransky P, two years inside, and that's the guy from the previous panel. Yep, and uh. Dredd is thinking to himself as this goes on. 10,000 Mutilanders. Dot, dot, dot. Why are they coming here? They know we'll never get pa they'll never get past the wall. Unless they've got people inside. And then Dredd, we have a reverse shot now. A tiny pop-up of Dredd oh, looking the, the other way. It's, yeah, it's, the, it's like the camera's on one side, then the other side. And it's like, hmm, someone working inside. 
It's possible, but where? So Judge Dredd just gave himself an idea and surprised himself. Judge Dredd just like, yeah, he... It's like the thing in House where they like, say something ancillary, and Dredd's like, eh, Dredd. Uh, House House that's, like, I figured it out, like, but Dredd gave it to himself. Why don't you just give it... Why don't you just go to Wilson at the start? Like, just go to Wilson at the start <laughs> of the episode. Just everything Wilson has to say. He'll give you the answer. It's encoded somehow, okay? Yeah. That's all you know. Um, a hanging chandelier. That's my favorite one. Where the person's heart, they find out the per- every time the person stands up, they suffer a heart attack. Oh. Because their heart is hanging. And oh. when they're laying down, it's in a, it's a nice resting position. Mm. And so that's how he figures it out. Because, like, Wilson starts, oh, look at that hanging chandelier or something like that. And they just. And he goes, a hanging chandelier. C for cat. <laughs> Go for that shit. That reminds me of the polar. Well, there was a, a stupid joke in South Park where it's like, p- p- polar bears. Polar bears have fur that's white. White. Candy canes are white and red. And white and red is like Christmas. And there are elves in Christmas, just like there are in Tolkien. And he just goes on for like ever until it comes like, and it's cold. Cold. We give the computer a cold, a virus. And like it just <laughs> out of left. They know. do that joke in uh, in uh, Black Dynamite too, the show and the cartoon. Oh, God. Anyway. I fucking love Black Dynamite. I need you. <laughs> the guy gets hit by the belt. Black Dynamite charges in the room. I did that shit before I came in the room. <laughs> I threw that shit before I came in the room. <laughs> I threw that before I came in the room. <laughs> That's good shit. Um, this next panel, I have to. I'm gonna read the narration. You have to describe. In Mega City One's Southern Electricity Generating Complex Power Tower, the election itself was generating interest. So it's hard to tell, PK. But do your best to describe what's happening here. There seems to be a crowd of workers uh, watching the election on TV. Um, and in the background there's a giant tube of electricity with various tubes of electricity shooting off of it. Like, I'm assuming it's some kind of power-generating plant. Yeah, that's good. But I don't understand how they're generating power. Um, and also on the the, the screen that these figures are watching, you can see... Oh, yeah, it's Myra Shrill? Shrill. S-C-H-R-Y-L. Shrill. L. Uh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, Shrill. Um, uh, if you want to give her the most posh British woman-like... You know, 30s to 40s, or you know, like the like like the Queen, but younger. I don't know who the Queen is. The Queen. The Queen. Queen, queen Windsor. Queen Elizabeth Windsor. Ah, ah, you're talking about um. Oh no. You're talking about the tennis tournament. Joan of Arc, right? Yeah, I'm talking about uh, the, the guy, uh, the little short guy from France. Oh, is this um, this is this is Da Vinci, right? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm bad. At it. Okay. Anyways, this woman, Myra Shrill, is, is saying from the TV, We've had eight years of Mayor Grubb's misrule. We need a woman's touch at the controls. And I will tell you now, these characters who are gesturing to the TV and talking to each other, and that we, they are, like, shadowed in the foreground. Are they judges? They are robots, in fact. Oh, because I saw their smooth heads. I thought they were judges in helmets. Uh, and one of the judge, one of the, one of the uh, robots says, You gotta hand it to her. She's a looker. To which another robot responds, Yeah, but what does she look like? But what does she look like? Oh, <laughs> it's an ins- Okay. Myra Shrill has a kind of a big mouthful of teeth. She has, she has a very prominent grin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and, a, and a bit of a, a bit of a large nose. Yeah, so she's like the the nosy neighbor kind of stereotype. She's Aunt Petunia. She is Aunt Petunia, you know. And this other robot who's sitting back, like leaning back in the chair with his legs up, says, "Ooh, it's all the rage these days." What? Um, 
I guess, having a look. <clears throat> and now we have... What the fuck are these robots talking about? Are they malfunctioning? Uh, they're is talking this a, about... Is this a robot stroke? They're talking about Myra Shrill. Because nothing they say follows... Myra Shrill. They say, you gotta hand it to her. She's a looker. Yeah, but what does she look like? Ooh, it's all the rage these days. They're not making any sense. It's like random phrases from an AI. Okay, that's fair a little bit. The two first two, not <laughs> so much the third. The first two make sense, um, I guess. Now we see that it's Jim Grubb up on the screen. And he is a portly, kind of uh, balding, middle-aged man in his... Got a little, little pencil mustache. Uh, he's got, like, the, rec the receding hairline, the, uh, yeah, the widow's, widow's beak. Yeah, um, And it says, uh, he is saying from the TV, go for it, PK. Mm -hmm. Give him a weird voice if you'd like. All right. With respect, I'm proud of my record when Miss, uh, when Mrs. Shrill and the rest of her party were cowering from the tyrant Cal, I stood up to him. I showed him I wasn't a chicken. I showed him I wasn't a chicken. I showed him I wasn't a chicken. I wasn't chicken. And one of the robots goes, lies. Oh, but the way he tells them 13. <laughs> so they even know he's lying, but it's like, Even oh. the robots know that you're lying. And he's a, it's great for politicians, right? Yeah. Um, now we have a giant robot approaching them from behind, gesturing to himself with his thumb. And on his chest, we can see his name. Because that's what robots that's do. That's what robots have. Go for oh, it. Oh, did you did you see the robots in the new Judge Dredd comic? They were, in the, they were helping out the, the guy from Titan. Uh, there was just like some sewer robots and the judge oh, robots. Oh yes, yes, I remember that. Was that was fucking cool. I liked that a lot. Seeing those goofy robots and, and they have, they're a lot more per like a lot more personality now yeah. in the future. So I'll be interested to see how we get to that. But they have they have personality now, I guess. Yeah. But this giant robot has the name Big Cyril Overseer, and, and he is big. He's twice as big as all the other ones. He is, and he's uh, saying to them, "Who told you jokers to watch the election? Huh? When robots get the vote, then you can watch the election." Until then, get up them pipes. To which one, no, number 13 responds. Ah, oh, Cyril, you know this place runs like clockwork. And now we have Cyril in the background. I don't know, next they'll be wanting holidays. <laughs> Talking about the lazy little robots. Yeah. But if you want to describe what's they happening... They want holidays off and they want to vote. Bastards. Yeah, I know, it's so selfish. What is going on in the foreground of this picture? Uh, there are two monks <laughs> from the Middle Ages. Yeah. Like the beginning of fucking Monty Python. Yeah. In their robes belts. and rope belts. Yeah. Uh, talking to a little weird little robot with a big old belly. And we can see that they're, they have no hands or faces showing. It's just like the robes. Yeah, the robes are, yeah, their hands are in the sleeves. Again, very, very, Monty very Python. Middle Ages. Oh, not, not oh, yo. What am I thinking of? Fucking, uh. Oh, we, oh. No, that's fucking, uh, fucking. Wizard of Oz. You're what's right. The, what's the... May us do this back we... Smashes yeah, into board. chanting Middle English Latin so verses. This, this, little, um, this little robot dude is gesturing uh, to the large pipes off to the side and saying to these guys... Over here we have the, the central borehole. <laughs> As you know, after the Keep great... Keep it together, man. <laughs> after you know... After the, this is a little robot with a weird little helmet and a weird little frog face. Uh, after you know, after, after, as you know, after the Great Atom War, there was a terrible outcry against nuclear power. Oh. Yeah. So there's no nuclear power. Explains their reliance on oil. Or does it? Keep going. Um, our side, he looks like a little, oh, he's <laughs> calling me Sparky on his little helmet. Yep. He's got a little, little he does look like a frog. I like this he's guy. Like, he's got a lot of personality. It says power tower guide on his chest. Okay, so he's like the tour giver. Yeah. Our scientists found that by drilling a hole 100 miles beneath the surface, we could tap into the Earth's own inner power. 
That's red hot lava flowing through there. So that that the big pipe in the uh, in the background with the little pipes funneling off of it. Okay, so it's not electricity. It's it's mag. It's, it's it's geothermal power. Well done, geothermal energy. Yes, and that is straight up magma coming out. Um, put a big old pin in this because they're gonna get some points for this because okay, that's an interesting thing he mentions there. Um, because I have some questions about that. Yeah, magma's hot. Yeah, it is. Uh, and then the laws of convection say you can't be 20, 20 yards away from lava. Yeah. Even if it's in a, maybe it's super cooling tubes? Well, let's find out, maybe. Okay. All Describe right. this next panel for me, PK. <laughs> More mungs have appeared. <laughs> There's like, maybe nine-ish ring rates in this picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, they have even little pinpricks for eyes. Yeah, they have little, I didn't little, notice that. little creepy little eyes. Um, as they all crowd around the robot, at one sense. who's giving them vital information. <laughs> Is it dangerous? Is there if there was an accident? <laughs> to which the little robot replies, "Oh, disaster! But don't worry, <laughs> it would take a rather large bomb to crack the D the D crystal piping. Die crystal. Die crystal piping. And our security is first rate." And now, There's our three security guards. There's he's sleeping. <laughs> there and now, uh, Sparky's got his his finger to his chin as though he's suddenly curious of who these people are as they draw pistols and weapons. Oh my God, they <laughs> do! They're pulling pistols out of their sleeves. Go for Sparky. Why, if you weren't a religious gentleman, you'd never have been allowed in. We've got to be very careful, you know. Um. What religion, um... We're followers of Father Earth! As the Doomsday, Do Doomsday Dogs throw off their cloaks, and it's the same guys, same helmets or, or skins they're wearing of dogs, and they're all firing pistols and what have you. And, uh, Except for this guy. This guy looks like he, his hat fell off. He's like trying to put it back on. Oh, yeah, on. he's trying to like, oh, 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 oh my hat! This is, the, this is the scene from, um, uh... Oh, Django Unchained. God the hoods. damn, you're so on it right now, dude. That is exactly what I was going for. The hood scene. It's so funny. <laughs> um, but they, they shoot Sparky. They shoot him. They kill him. And he they goes, shoot, oh, dear. They <laughs> yeah, they shoot his head off of his body. And now they're, like, blowing up more robots in the background as one of them calls out, Wipe those cursed machines out! And uh, the, the other one, get those explosives over here. It's time to arrange a little fire and brimstone. And as they carry see, bundled sticks of dynamite. Yeah, like like eight or so sticks in a bundle and a bunch of them, too. Yeah. Um, and now we have an outside shot of this massive, I would almost describe it as like Devil's, what's that, Devil's Peak or whatever it is from um, uh, Third Encounter, Close Encounters of the, the Third, third kind? kind. Yeah. Devil's Tower or something like that. Yeah. It looks like a very much, uh, like a... It fucking looks like Isengard from Lord of the Rings. It does look like Ornthank. Um, Ornthank, not the other tower. No, Ornthank no, is... No, Ornthank and... Ornthank and is the tower. Venus Tirith. No, no. Ornthank is Isengard's tower. Oh, Isengard's the capital. Baradur is um, Morgoth. Morgoth slash Sauron's tower. And that's where the Witch King lives? Witch King lives... In Andur. Uh, lives in a different place entirely. Oh, uh, God. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. I just watched these three movies. I think it's Minas Morgul. Minas Morgul and Minas Tirith. That's right. Minas Morgul is where the, the Tower of lives. Day and the Tower of Night. Yep. The Tower of the Sun and the Tower of the Moon. Something yep. like that. Um, but this building. <laughs> looks, but this building. This building looks like a geological more a geological formation with no windows in it whatsoever. Yeah. It it, it is very much like a a, a mesa. Or it something. looks like a fractal almost kind of in a weird way. Sirens on the power tower sounded urgently over the noise of the election. And we see Judge Dredd, like, oh, looking up at the tower. Right outside the tower. Okay. Attack warning from power tower. My duck. Could it be the Mutilanders? 
And that guy that had the inside, <laughs> man, I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> it's like some Beauty Landers guys on the inside. It's all coming together. I bet they were just like religious monks. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Oh, no. Uh, Judge Dredd's, and we get a close-up of him looking upwards. We can't quite see his face, of course, with his helmet. But he's got like the lips parted in a kind of a sneerish scowl thing. Yeah. Gotta pray it's a false alarm. If Power Tower goes, we'll have a raging volcano in Mega City One. As we see next Prague, Power Tower erupts. Way to bury the lead, guys. <laughs> it's like, like we're just gonna... just look down. You know it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's like literally. If you can just see that next Prague panel, like literally. Oh no! It so yeah that that is that'd be that'd be like fucking like a Deadpool esque joke like it he's, really would so it's, it's a fourth much a wall breaking Portal Two kind of joke like this is the part where I kill you now this is the part where he kills you now achievement pops up this is the part where he kills you now yeah. over and over and over again um so Prague one twenty two Father Earth Part One PK let's go in retrospect here all right Char- uh, characters. Oh, actually, no. Settings and places. We have the Power Tower, Mega City One's Southern Electricity Generating Complex. We're gonna get to that in more in technology when we get there. Okay. Um, because I had some questions. We also go ahead. How many are there? Does one, <laughs> does one geothermal plant power all of Mega City One? Well, they specify that it's a southern one, so I think that there are multiple. Okay. Um. But I, I also have to bring up, we are in the Cursed Earth for a bit, and we get to see Ike and Irma Cobb's trading post. Yeah, there's a society outside of Mega City 1. And there's, like there's a lot of people. There's a yeah. lot of fucking people. I was wondering how much there is outside of Mega City 1. And we've I, seen some of the Cursed Earth, but... Yeah, but we've seen like some settlements, like the ones with the, the, the law... The lawgiver. The law rat. Lawgiver and the flying rats. <laughs> they also mention um, a mutant city out there. That I forget. It was like the Keystone City or something like that, where it was like the. It was near the Muty Mountains, basically. Yeah. They mentioned uh, a city. I'm gonna look it up real quick. And I have uh, we know that there's at least uh, the one other settlement with the vampire robots and bad Bob Booth working out in the the uh, cursed earth. Okay, Muty Mountains right here. Uh, they mention uh, the Muty City of Keystone. I was dead on. Okay. Right. Yeah. Wow. So good Keystone implies it's in. Oh god, what's the Keystone City? Oh. Alabama. I don't know. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> What's the difference, though? Oh, God. I can't remember the name. There's a Keystone State. There's a Keystone State. Uh, characters we meet. I gotta bring this up. The Flash is from Keystone City. Really? Yeah. It's a fictional city in the DC Comics. Interesting. I always find it weird when, like, people. When, like, Batman or someone is like, yeah, he used to work in Chicago. And I'm like. Where the fuck is... It's like, yeah, Metropolis. Like, how is Metropolis not New York? Yeah. Where the hell is it? Like, DC and Marvel do things differently. Marvel has no fiction... Well, very little fictional cities. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's just New York, LA. It's the real places. Yeah. DC does stuff like Gotham, Arkham, Keystone City, Jump City, Engine City. But it's like, where are these? And And why is there still Chicago? And also New York and LA. Yeah. Metropolis. And, uh, because, like... And, uh, oh, God, what's that one up in fucking uh, the northwest? Oh, Fortress of Solitude. That's way farther north. <laughs> Too north. Come back a bit. No, you know, just, like, you know, it's, uh, keep place weird. Uh, oh, Oregon? No. Uh, Colorado kind of thing? Yeah, it's in that... <sighs> it's famous for having a bunch of hipsters. It's a real place. Oh, God. Yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it, though. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, stupid as hell. It's okay. Characters we gotta go over, and this is a big one. Um, I will say, this first prog we're going over is pretty front-loaded. 
Yeah, but okay. After, but after we get through this one, it's a little less like, holy crap, this is kind of insane stuff. All right, um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, this is the setup, and there, this is like the first arch, and then it's kind of gently falling down. Yes. Um, so this isn't the best story arc, but... Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, what I will say, though, Father Earth, a mutant who is covered with living vines, leaves, and flowers that grow from his body. Um, if you want to look back real quick, PK, yeah. check out our first panel when we're introduced to Father Earth. What do you notice about him other than his uh, his garden-like appearance? Um, there he's strangling people. Um, oh, oh, okay, well, he's doing Buddhist hand gestures. All right, well done. So I had to I'm a pretty up. big fan of Hunter Hunter. So I, I and there's a guy whose entire power set is built around um, doing cool bet hand mantras. So this sent me down a rabbit hole, and I got to learn some stuff funnily, funnily, funnily enough. So um, these are called mudra, a mudra, symbol, not mantra, a symbolic or ritual gesture to pose in Hinduism, uh, Jainism, or Jainism and Buddhism. Jainism, G I A N J I N J I N, not G. Jainism. Um, and Buddhism. While some mudras involve the entire body, most are performed with the hands and fingers. Um, and this is like just some stuff I had to research. I didn't have to, I chose to. As well as being spiritual gestures employed in the iconography and spiritual practice of Indian religions, mudras have meaning in many forms of Indian dance and yoga. Mm -hmm. The range of mudras used in each field and religion differs, uh, but with some overlap. In addition, many of the Buddhist mudras are used outside of South Asia and have de developed different local forms elsewhere. Um, the one that we see him doing with his, like, it, it's the okay gesture almost yeah. with the, uh, the index finger. I've seen that one a lot. I don't yeah. know what it means, but I, oh, it means white power. No. Well, it can. I don't know who you're hanging out with, but that's what it is. It's I love doing okay, and it bothers me that they stole that from me. I, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with how angry I am about them doing that. But, anyways, I the, love doing the okay gesture. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, and the hang loose. I can't wait they ruin that one, too. Oh, it's going to happen. But, I mean, I always. If you do the okay gesture with the, the expression of uh, the a guy. A smug white. No, of the guy from. Uh, uh, la, the guy from uh, Emperor's New Groove. Oh, Cusco? Yeah, yeah. Not uh, the 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 Pacha. Oh, Pacha. Mm, oh, yeah. Mm. If you do the voice, the the, the mm, mm. when the when the sun hits just right, mm, these hills sing. Um, John Goodman. John Goodman. Uh, good man. Um, so the one that he has uh, is the the Vit Vitarka teaching or discussion mudra is used with Buddhist iconography to symbolize the transmission of the. Dharma or Dharma, yep. uh, or the truth teachings of the Buddha. In this mudra, the thumb and index finger touch, creating a circle that symbolizes an uninterrupted flow of wisdom. The other one he's doing is a palm open, uh, kind of uh, yeah, like face a up, the palm face up, uh, gesturing downwards. Yeah, is the Varadra mudra, uh, and indicates a gesture by the right, uh, gesture by the hand, and symbolizes dispensing of boons. For Vadra Varamudra. The right hand is used. It is held out with palm uppermost and the fingers pointing downwards. Bahamudra and Abhiharya Mudra, I'm butchering these, I'm sure, are the most common of several other mudras seen on divine figures in the art of Indian religions. You see that all the time in uh, Brahm or Brahman, I believe. You see it in Buddha. They're all, and it's mm -hmm. not so much like. I looked at him like, there's a lot of different statues, of course, of Buddha and Ooh. of Brahma, um, of the different deities, what have you, Shiva and the like, and they all have a lot of hand gestures going on, and they're never all the same, which is interesting. Yeah, so, Mudras are fucking cool. Yeah, I I mean, that's straight up like, 
you go to that, you go, you mean, you can look at Naruto as stealing stuff from that. Oh, yeah, nin, well, yeah, Ninpo symbols are... Um, you can also look at uh, Doctor Strange as borrowing stuff from that, because yeah. they call it, uh, mudras are actually translatable as seals, weirdly enough. Well, we've had weird hand gestures being a things for thousands of years in various different... Uh, oh, uh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, because, you know, in England they had people pointing the horns at each other trying to curse you or, or saying you're a cuckold. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. There's a, there's and that's a, what Dr. Strange's hand symbol is. There's a hand yeah. symbol for globalist cuck, huh? Yeah. Damn it. Because it's something about, day. like, you... Because you, the horns, which you see all the time in heavy metal, mm -hmm. it's something about... I vaguely remember this from reading some kind of textbook years ago. <laughs> it's something like symbolizing someone growing horns, ah. and growing horns symbolizes that your wife is cheating on you somehow. I don't, I don't, I don't follow that, but yeah. It's, it's your English. wife is cheating on you. That's yeah. interesting. Or your significant other. Okay. Um, I want to mention also... It might even be, like, older than English. It might be Greek or Roman. The reason, specifically, that this... Uh, I, I, I looked up all this stuff because... And I, I mentioned the Indian accent because he was very much doing the Indian poses. Yeah, he was. Mudra. And the open hand is often shown with a lotus bud in the center. Yeah. Um, and Brahm is often depicted as sitting in a lotus. Yeah. So there's a lot of plant iconography, which is interesting. That's pretty um, fucking cool. I missed this completely when I saw him. I also have to bring this up, which you didn't pick up either, and I do not blame you. Mayor Jim Grubb, last seen in Prague 92 of Part 4 of the Day the Law Died arc. There we saw him. That's right. He's, he's the one like bowing and, and, and scraping the to cow. Nope. He There he survived criticizing Cal, but was intimidated into acting like a chicken and then thrown in a padded cell. Uh, Good for him, honestly. Um... We even get a reference to this, albeit a version that paints Grubb in a much more courageous light, uh, where he says he showed Cal he wasn't chicken. So that's that is a that's joke. That's some pretty fucking cool world building. Like I love that continuity. Point for them bringing back a character and for making an in joke that only regular readers would get. Props, yeah. props to that. I like that a lot. I just like referencing Tiger and Cal, <clears throat> like they said, you know, he was married during uh, Cal's. <laughs> I mean, that's that's like continuity. I really appreciate yeah. that shit. Um. Also, I have to mention, though, however, we still have no idea what the mayor of Mega City 1's responsibilities are or what their relation they have with the judge system is. Maybe it's like a Final Fantasy VII thing. You played the Final Fantasy VII remake. You met yeah. the mayor of Midgar, who's just like a guy in the library, doesn't do anything, it's all run by the General Electric Corporation. Uh, yeah, yeah. maybe he's like a puppet kind yeah. of thing. Okay, I could see that. Because um, he also ha wears the judge, like the judge regalia, but not exactly the same. Right. Um. Or we also don't know if this is the same mayor whose son was kidnapped by the Brotherhood Move of Darkness, Darkness in, in Prague four. three to four. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we still don't know if that's really his son or not. That'd be interesting if we ever found that shit out. Now where's City Father Washington? <laughs> City Father Washington? I forgot about that fucker. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> we'll never fuck? fucking know. City Father Washington. I think never about him most days. <laughs> I don't think about him ever. Um we have Myra Shrill. While we know nothing of what Miss Shrill's platform is, she seems to be primarily just against Jim Grubb because he was in office during Cal's reign of terror. It now, all seems like very everyone's a puppet for the judge system. It's also not really Grubb's fault that he was like I mean, he did stand up to Cal, call him crazy, yeah. and was tossed in jail, despite him looking like a kind of Italian mobster in a way. Or he looks honestly like the god judge from Las Vegas. He does that? look a little bit like him. He looks like him a little bit. Oh my god, I just remember Judge Fingers. Judge Fingers. The He's strong, strong armor to law. Strong armor to law. Oh my um, god. So we don't. It's not Grubb's fault he was thrown in, in like a padded cell. But other than that, we really don't know what Miss Trill is in favor of or against as far as politics is concerned. I wonder if they're related to 
to Maria. What if, like, they're cousins? Oh, my God. It, all, no, 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 no. She didn't have an Italian accent, by the way. No Italian accent. Oh, you're right. Um, we also gotta mention... Well, she did that first. She doesn't have one now. Oh. She doesn't have one now. She doesn't have, oh, she she does does have one now. Yeah. She's, they just changed her design a hell of a lot. That's true. Um, we also get to see, just briefly, L. Phillips and P. Kransky, two lawbreakers caught by Judge Dredd during the election parades. We also get to meet Big Cyril Overseer, a robot who we can assume manages the other robots who work in the Power Tower. And Call Me Sparky, the Power Tower Guide. Oh. A robot who gives guides to Mega City One Southern Power Tower. However, he's not supposed to do that, I guess. But Only that's his job. Religious groups? I don't have... We'll never get into that. We'll never get into I that. I would like to know how they secured a... How they secured a, a, a tour of this... Highly uh, explosive and secure building. Welcome to Area 51, folks. This is where we keep the nukes. Oh, oh, you're Christians? Come, come right on, in. Come on in. Why didn't you say so? Like, what the fuck? You look very Christian with your monk robes and you, your rope belts. I love the chanting and the, all the weapons beneath your robes, I oh see you. Oh my god. Oh I my god, you're mutants! <laughs> didn't notice. Because of all the guns. <laughs> Items and technology of note. Scanners line the well of Muty Land and are constantly searching for the cursed the cursed earth for signs of danger. Cool. Yeah. Dye crystal piping is used to pump magma up from the mantle of the earth to the surface. Um, one thing we have to mention, you mentioned the heat of magma, right? Yeah. Magma can have temperatures from around 1,200 degrees Celsius. Remember that. Uh, 2,200 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. Down to about 1,000 degrees Celsius, about 1,830 degrees Fahrenheit. Hey, so magma is, is fucking hot. Fucking hot. You play video games and you say cartoons where they walk near the lava and stuff. As long as you don't touch the lava, you're fine. No. 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 Shit catches on fire near magma. <laughs> it heats the air to thousands of degrees. You put another pin in that for later because oh. magma. we're not done with magma yet. You um, know, when Pompeii erupted, yeah. it wasn't fucking lava that killed most people. It was ash oh, yeah, and the, ash. the fucking heat. Yeah. Absolutely, and then uh, Petrified also, a giant fucking shockwave that crumbles buildings will also do damage, too. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, the ash is just will fuck you up. Um, terrible slang made up words judged by one-liners. Oh, so yeah, we got a whole fucking... We got a, a list of them in one fucking panel. Yeah. Um, bully boys are pickpockets. No, uh, dunks are pick, 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 pickpockets. I love um, future slang, so... Yeah, I, I bring this up. Taps or muggers, pongos con are confidence tricksters. I don't know what the fuck that is. A confidence trickster... I had to literally Google this, and it's actually a thing. Oh, my God. It's, Is it like a con man? It, a person who sets out to defraud or deceive people by persuading them to believe something that is not true. So, yes, it is a very... A gaslighter. A, a confidence trickster, a con man. That is literally where the uh, the abbreviation comes from, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I never knew that. It's like, that's Me neither. That's con man comes from. Um... Also, a couple of lines that I liked here. Put a doll in City Hall. Put a doll. That's a good slogan. That's, that's, that's a, good a good slogan. slogan. That's a good slogan. The Taft. Um, also, I, I think, like Ike. I think, oh my God, I think that my favorite line might be, you normally carry 47 wallets, pal. I that's, love that exchange. That's a great exchange, honestly. That's a great fucking exchange. I like, it's just like a little, like a little flash of like, this is Judge Red. Like, this is, yeah. this is it right here. Um, How long do I have to answer that, Judge? Try two years! <laughs> No pity. I also love the the little line that happens between the Mutilanders, like the, the the Doomsday Dogs, and Call Me Sparky, where it's like, isn't it dangerous if there was an accident? Oh, disaster! Like, <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh God, everyone this was, is 
Die. This is against nature and God. If you God. push that button, <laughs> that button there, I'll push it for you. <laughs> this button right here, this one right here. Don't push it like I'm doing right now. Oops. <laughs> Why, if someone had forgotten to press the Listen. button lock. Oh, guess what? Silent alarm. Oh, totally silent alarm. I listened to that episode today. <laughs> totally silent alarm. So, as much as we're ragging on you, 2000 AD, I got some points to give you here in world building, okay? We have, we now know there are trading posts outside of Mega City 1 in the Cursed Earth. This means that there must be enough people traveling to and from the city to warrant a need for such establishments. So where are these people going? Are people leaving? Are people coming in? Is there like an open border Do policy? people go from Mega City 1 to 2 to Texas City? Do, like, is there like... To Aspen? I mean, they oh, fly. Oh no, Aspen's not a thing. They fly though. That's true, they have sky jockeys or whatever they're called. Yeah, bus jockeys or whatever they are. Sky buses. Because uh, uh, they talk about Judge Dredd's friend. Yeah. Uh, who Red. Got the, Red, who got the Tutti Frutti. He got the Tutti Frutti. He, uh, he wanted the precious brain juice. But it is interesting, like... I wonder, are people come? Is there any import coming in? Like, are there places where people can get into Mega City? I wonder. Do they, yeah, do they allow refugees or, 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 well, who fucking knows, right? Is there like, I mean, because they, early on when we first met the Brotherhood of Darkness in Product Four, that was the first mention of muties, mm -hmm. and it specifically said, and this is a long time ago, so they may be retconning it. They specifically said that muties aren't allowed in the city. Yeah. And we talked about was that for breeding purposes, was that for radiation purposes, and now we have. The doomsday dogs are just in the city. Like, how the fuck they get in there? How did yeah? How did they get past the concrete curtain? That's a great question. Keep that in mind. Uh oh. We also see the doomsday dogs wearing masks or skins of many different dog heads. PK. Because every gang has a theme. They, they have a theme. Can you go back to that page real quick? Tell me what is wrong. And this is very obscure. When they first show up and kick in the door. All what right. What is wrong with that big image of them coming crashing into the Cobb trading post? What's wrong with that image right there your hands on? It's very obscure. I'd be very impressed if you get this. That guy doesn't have a... That doesn't seem to have... Oh, no, he kind of does. It's like um, a fucking uh, Shih Tzu or some shit. Like a, a very tiny dog hat. Uh, mm. I'll give you a hint. Describe the types of dogs these men are wearing for hats. Okay, there's like an English Bulldog... Uh, it looks like a, like a, like a hound dog, a cocker spaniel. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. What? There was a guy who's, had a dog who it got teleported? No. That is not No, that's anything. Star Trek. <laughs> it's like, well, they teleported the guy's dog. That is not anything. I thought you had it. You want me to get, tell it to you? No, there are, aren't dogs extinct? You're very close. I'll give you that. I'll give it to you. One of the Doomsday Dogs is wearing the face of a, or mask of a blood or basset hound. That's right. And they don't have those because they had to use clug hounds. They're, they're, and they were, we were told back in Prog number 97 by Tudor Kelso that the last bloodhound died over a hundred years ago. Yeah. So where is this mask coming from? So, is it a hundred years old? I mean, is it fake? Is it? I'm guessing fake. But I was like, I, I saw the bloodhound and I'm like, wait a minute, this is very obscure. But mm. my stupid amount of knowledge about this really ridiculous comic from the last like hundred progs is in my head. Yeah, so, yeah. He's like wearing a bloodhound mask. Yeah, it's not in this prog. It's not in this compendium. So right. it's I'm very interesting. That guy right there. Yep. And yeah, and that's why they had to use clug hounds. Yep. Because bloodhounds are extinct. Well, it was Kelso who was saying there's no way they tracked us because the last bloodhound okay. vanished so long ago. Okay. Even though we know that the judges have giant sniffing robots. We do know the, that. We've seen that. The cripple in the robo chair. We know that. Yes. Um, that was a thing. 
I've been a while since I just utter, utter that phrase. It's been a while since we had to say that one. That's good. Since stuff. we chose to say that one. Um, I want to mention also, Father Earth's flowers seem to begin to wilt after using his plants to strangle the young outpost traders. Thankfully for him, he keeps two beautiful ladies nearby to water him and rejuvenate his walking garden. Is this a? Uh, is it like just like ex using his powers causes him? It's to, not that much of a big power usage. It's, right? it's like two little tiny vines that somehow kill some people. And like, oh, I gotta get watered right now. Like, is he really that powerful? I wonder, or is it more just a cult of personality, like a demagogue, basically? Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. Um, the other question... no fucking swamp thing, <laughs> fucking math, the swamp thing. If you've read about him, he's the most powerful goddamn thing in DC. He's probably. fucking terrifying. Yeah, master of the Parliament of Green. Yeah, yeah, he's very, very powerful. I've watched, I've, I've read the original Swamp Thing, or not the original, but I read Swamp Thing by Alan Moore, the yeah. awesome one. That goes swamp fucking, Thing is a fucking demigod. It's awesome. Um. That, but I, I have to mention, though, is he... Because I've heard stories about, like, Gandhi having, like, beautiful women around him as, like, servants to tempt him. And that was, like, a... Uh, people, there's, like, there's controversy in the past about that. So I'm wondering if that's an allusion to that in a way. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe he's just, like, enjoying his followers and saying, The beautiful ones get to help me out. Yeah. I'm Father Earth, damn it. Maybe I'm looking way too into it and it's a comic book. Maybe. They just want to draw beautiful women. Um, I also want to mention, this is the I think this is the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, PK, that we are getting some real future slang thrown around in the comic. It's not the first time, but it's the most we've got we've had we've had like replacement words like drock and grud and stuff You're like right. that. But this is like and we had like sci-fi-ish names of things, like synthacalf or synth -calf what have you. Or or, um, or was it wet a wet station or whatever. Anyway. Long story short, the like the dungos, the pongos, the taps, and the bully boys and stuff like that, um, dunks are really reminiscent of the same thing. Same thing like the droogs in Anthony. That's Burgess's exactly what I thought of. A being, a, being kind of a linguistic guy, I think of of droogs from fucking a Clockwork Orange. It's very similar. And Clockwork Orange, the book and movie, I believe, did come out before this. At least the book did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, the movie was the movie was out a little bit before this. I think 1974. It was before this. I remember that Kubrick did it. Um, Stanley Kubrick. I also he's fucking genius. He's also terrible to his actors. Oh uh, yeah, also a, a madman. <laughs> also a madman, but a genius. A horrible genius, but, but genius. a genius. Um, the comic states that Jim Grubb has been mayor for eight years, or at least Myra Schill mentions that. Yeah, Schrill mentions that, and is up for re-election. My question is, how long are mayoral terms? I had to look look this up because do you know how long it is? In Two years. So. In America, terms of mayor can to completely vary, depending on where State. you're mayor of. Uh, okay. Most wind up being at least four years long with the possibility of ser serving two back-to-back -back terms, and sometimes there's no limit on the amount of terms served in a lifetime. Right. So you can come back over and over and over again. Yeah, you could, yeah. Um, I think that's why we, we have, like, a cat who's been a mayor in America, because it's been, there's been, people are shit, and it's, the cat's just, you know, it, it's a net zero, which is not as bad as people. Um... <laughs> We also have that uh, Big Cyril Overseer mentions that when robots get the vote, then you can watch the election. So, robots can't vote. Robots can't vote. Um, this I wonder is if freed robot. I wonder if the one free robot can vote. He would probably vote whatever way Judge Dredd votes. He'd probably vote for Judge Dredd. Uh, you know what? He'd probably He'd pencil write him in. on the ballot. He'd pencil him in. Um, He'd write Judge Dredd. <laughs> uh, this, and yeah, and it wouldn't count because he spells it wrong. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. While not unexpected, it is more world-building that helps flush out how much, if any, rights robots have in society. I'm really curious, like, because we just read, both you and I both read, like, the most recent Judge Dredd stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And robots have personalities still, but they don't seem to have much in the way of rights yet. No, they were doing like menial jobs and like the shit jobs. You're literally yeah. shoveling shit in they the were sewers. <laughs> yeah, in the sewers, shoveling shit. Um, those judge robots were fucking cool as hell, though. I liked them a lot. I like that's a cool fucking design. I I liked a lot of the. Let's just skip all this shit and go read new judge. Nope, 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 nope. No, nope, I don't want to nope. read it anymore. I got to do this. All right. <laughs> also, in this prog, we learned that after the Great Atom War, there was a huge pushback against nuclear power. Which yeah, really makes sense that follows honestly that's, it's happened that's, in the past it's literally fallout 4 like there was i mean people are like the institute they're using nuclear power that's what set this whole thing off you know um so, yeah you look at like the the before the apocalypse all the all the technology in the fallout universe was was nuclear powered the cars had mini, miniature nuclear reactors and yeah them. literally everything was nuclear powered um uh, we think we remember it as diesel punk that was it yeah um, so Humans, instead of turning to uh, turning, uh, instead turn to geothermal energy, bringing boring a central borehole, 100 miles. Props for using the inferior measuring system, 2000 AD. Uh, well, good on them. They, I mean, it's not. It's the worst measure. It's the inferior measuring system, but it's the one we use here in America. So Hell good yeah. on them. Um, down to the earth to gain access to its red hot magma. Funny enough, I did the math, and 100 miles down would put us through the upper solid mantle right into the middle of the asthenosphere, the middle layer of the Earth's mantle, which is comprised of flowing molten rock. Okay. So good on you guys, 2080, for, like, you've earning all the points today. That is, I, I have a, a, a diagram here. Oh, my God, you do have a little fucking it's diagram. The, it's, the, it's the pie chart. I've cut out of the core of the Earth. Yeah, you've got the inner core, the, layers. the outer core, the mantle, and you have the asthenosphere, which is, like, the middle layer of the mantle, basically. And the lithosphere is the the crust and the uh, basically continental crust on top. It's like I'm in Geology 98 again. Welcome back. Again, I love the fact that I wind up looking up such random esoteric things. As, well, there are like, three kinds of rocks. There are sedimentary, <laughs> igneous, and a third one. A third one. Or some other third thing. Um, last question, PK. How did the Doomsday Dogs hit in the city? Don't fucking know. Is, is it open borders? But they, they shouldn't. They have a concrete curtain that thousands died to build. It would make sense since there are trading posts nearby, if there are outposts for people to leave. Also, I thought, I just assumed they would live outside or, like, have special, uh, uh, like, uh, you know, what are they called? Fucking vouchers or passes or... Okay, like a passport kind of Yeah, thing. like a passport to go in and out of Mega City 1. Like, I do business outside the city. Okay, I You know, like those guys in, who work in Canada and live in America or live in Canada. <laughs> they and work drive in... across the border every day. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't envy those guys. Um, but here's the question, right? We've seen recently uh, Milton Frankenstein is Run across the bridge. Going out of Mega City limits, right? Yep. So we know that there's some way to get out of Mega City via, like, walking. Basically. And we've seen Judge Dredd escort a bunch of people. Say, you gotta leave Mega City 1 and close a little the, tiny. The Cosmic oh. Punks with our favorite character. Brainstorm, <laughs> aka the guy with an arrow, th literal arrow through his head. Yeah, boy. <laughs> he didn't. Talk, he barely talked. I think he barely talked. Honestly, <sighs> um, I don't think he talked. Actually, yeah. Uh, Brainstorm. Oh Love my him. god, love him so much. God, the cosmic punks and uh, the Gestapo Bob or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um, the fucking they were like a gang that ruled part of Mega City One. Funny enough, um, 
my point is like what was the point if there is like out like entrance points right mm -hmm. what was the point of judge dread banishing the cosmic punks along with our favorite character brainstorm into the cursed earth and prog 110 punks rule couldn't they have just like walked around the wall until they found an open point and come back into the city or did he like take their passports and they can't enter now i i would assume it's that I or maybe sense, there are like honestly. secret ways in and out of the city that a crowd can't get through but a few a few muties can. I don't know. Maybe there's a, a hole dug under the wall somewhere. Yeah. Um. Maybe they climbed a fence. I don't a, know. A mile high concrete curtain. Like, <laughs> ooh, like the part in Game of Thrones where they're scaling the wall. Scaling the. I don't think I've seen. Oh, there's a part where the 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 the, 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 the army of the dead. No, the other guys north of the wall. The wildlings. Oh yeah. Scaled the wall. Ah uh, yes 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 I remember this now. I've read the book. Haven't watched the, the show. It's the fucking nuts. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, death count for this issue. We have Ike and Irma Cobb are strangled to death by the vines from Father Earth's body. Kind of sucks, because the few times we've seen black people represent the comic, of course they get killed off immediately. We still have Judge Giant. We have one Judge Giant, but we're still taking taking away a point, 2080, for killing off the first black couple we get to meet in forever. Um, and we also have the death of Call Me Sparky. His head is shot off by the Doomsday Dogs when they infiltrated the Power Tower. We don't know if any other robots specifically died, but we'll find out later, perhaps. I mean, these mutants could be people of color. We don't know. They, they're mutants. I am assuming green skin. I yeah, think, I'm, I, they're, they're orcs. No, they're basically orcs. They're basically uh, super mutants from Fallout. It's it's the same thing. It's, I love super mutants from Fallout. <laughs> I, what was the guy's name in Fallout 4? The smart one who was like a scientist who got turned into one. Oh, yeah. That guy right out in the middle of nowhere. The guy, yeah. I, I don't remember his name. but uh, He was one of the few guys I kept around along with like, um, Nick. Nick is awesome. Nick, yeah, Nick, Nick Valentine, Valentine, the robot detective. There was, okay. I think Strong is the perfect super mutant because he's like the only super mutant who's not smart somehow like Fox from Fallout 3. Okay. He's just a big, dumb super mutant. <laughs> Isn't that all super mutants though? Yeah, but none in the party. Every game has like, oh, Fox is really smart. Or, you know, uh, Lily from New Vegas is a, a nightkin who thinks she's your grandma. But this is just pure super mutant. <laughs> Be big at thing. Okay, all right. I'll have to check which which uh, which Fallout is he in? Four. He's in Fallout Four. Yeah, he's the super, yeah he's the super mutant party member, the super mutant scientist guy. There's a NPC who's that, but he's out. He's the one just out in the middle of, in the fucking crater. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I've I've played this game once through. And Virgil. I beat it. Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. Virgil. Virgil. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Good call on that, by the way. Do you have anything else you want to talk about for Father Earth Part 1? So, Super Mutants, Go created by the first evolutionary virus. Okay. Created by Richard Gray, who becomes the final boss of Fallout 1, the Master. Okay. He is a writhing blob of, 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 of cables and flesh, because he fell into a vat of FEV and mutated. And got, he cured himself. Yeah. <laughs> and um, his name was Richard Gray, and he was a scientist who created the FEV. Who later got into a vault and renamed himself Richard Knight? Something like that. Um, and he created super mutants by dipping people into it for a controlled amount of time. Not like how he fell into the vat and was there for... A long to, period of time. Until he became Akira. Yeah. Um, or Tetsuo, really. Tetsuo, yeah. Um, I just like Fallout 1 and 2. <laughs> and then there's a super mutant cyborg in power armor who's the final boss of Fallout 2. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, dangerous. What's his fucking name? You first meet him, he's just on the side of the road executing people for the good of the Enclave. Whoa! And you, he has a tin in every stat and he will fuck your life. Oh my god, nice. Is this like a boss you can encounter pretty early in the game and then you can't, you can try and kill, fight him and it'll kill yeah, you? Yeah, he'll just kill you. I like that shit. I like that shit. And the final boss is still really fucking hard. Oh my god. 
Um, so are you ready to move on to Father Earth Part 2, PK? Yeah. Let's get through this shit so we can get to the fucking dead ju- the dark judges. <laughs> so, and those witches that bring them around. Let's bring up, go straight to Prague 123, Father Earth Part 2. This prog is released July 28th, 1979. Script by John Howard, Wagner, mm-hmm. uh, artist Ron Smith, and letters by Tom Frame. It PK. says art by Brian, Brown, Brian Bolland. It says Brian Bolland in here? Did yeah. I write the wrong... I, I'm, I'm, we are not. It is, in fact, Brian Bolland. I had the wrong one written down. My apologies. Yeah. That's very weird. Why does John Howard, out? Brian Bolland, and Tom Frame. I straight up wrote the wrong one down. My bad. So yeah, Brian Bolland, you get all this one. Go for it. All right. So... Uh, so okay. we start out, it's, wow, that building is massive, holy shit. It really is. Um, the giant fucking obelisk tower, there's a, it's so high there's like a spaceship flying under it. Yeah. yeah. Or not under it, but like under, under its top part. I think if we just retract the, maybe we never saw the spaceship. Uh, it's yeah, really I'm big. I'm putting my thumb under, over the spaceship. And it goes, it goes into the ground. Obviously, but oh, yeah, it's still very drill. tall. Yeah, to drill. Um, well stabilized. Narration here says, On the south side of Mega City 1 lies Power Tower. Here, molten rock is pumped from deep beneath the Earth's crust to supply the city's energy. Power Tower was also a prime target for terrorists. <laughs> Cut to. <laughs> we have the Doomsday Dogs. The, the said terrorists inside the Power Tower. Exactly those said terrorists. They are blasting one of the original robots, not um, not Call Me Sparky, but yeah. one of the original robots we saw who talked about the election, right in the mouth, out the back of his head. And we can see a few guys in the bathroom playing more TNT all over. Yep, and uh, the closest guy, that the leader who we think is wearing like a wolf's head, says... The explosive is set. Victory, victory to the doomsday dogs. Death to the cursed city. From all parts of the city, judges converged on Power Tower. Among them, Mega City One's top lawman, Judge Dredd. Here he comes. All right. So, we have a bunch of judges with Judge Dredd, or at least at least five or six, it looks like. Yeah. Regarding information on their fucking lawmasters. And they are already firing their cannons. I can't remember looking at the cheat sheet. Well done. Proud of you. I looked at the cheat sheet to see if I was right, and that was right. Yeah, we, we law, cheat sheet helps. Um, you don't need it. That's the important thing. We have it till we don't need it. Yeah. Um, but Judge Dredd's roaring in, already firing cannons on these guys somehow. Uh, if those doomsday dogs break the lava pipes, we'll have a volcano on our hands. They might be like surrounding the building as well as inside of it. Um, because that's what it looks like to me. Here's a question: As they gun them down, has Dredd ever met the doomsday dogs? Not that I know of. No. He calls them by name. If the doomsday dogs break the lava pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Dredd hasn't been in the same scene with them yet, but he's like, those look like doomsday dogs to me. Those are the doomsday dogs. Look at the dog hats. Did you make that up just now, Judge Dredd? Maybe. <laughs> Turns maybe, out they actually uh, are named the doomsday maybe dogs. Maybe he like, just heard about them in passing like in this time in the curse of the earth. I was thinking that, or maybe there are like cameras and they saw them say oh, that. In the, yeah. But I'm giving them a lot of stretch on that. I don't mm. know. Anyway, a bunch of lawmasters are roaring up into the scene. Dread, uh, Dread's calling out, and they're like they're holding their pistols up in the air. While in the close, closer foreground, there are a couple of these uh, muties are like running along some kind of catwalk, right? Yeah. Like the judges sliced through the terrorists, and Dread, Dread has this line. Oh, this is the line. Shoot first, make arrests later. Well done, well done. That's that is probably the line in all likelihood. Yeah. And so that's another the line. judge like goes to the ones up on the catwalk or the balcony. Mm-hmm. You freaks, stop! 
Um, and one of the, it looks like the leader is saying something. Uh, go for the leader. It's your your voice. Set it off. Let fire and brimstone swallow the cursed city. Dread says, "Stop! I said you. Are you deaf?" And he like jumps up on some kind of like catwalk or handrail, and he fires between the rail po- railing posts. He shoots the dude in the back as he's running oh, away. Oh yeah, the guy's running away. And he shoots but he's got his hand the... on the fucking dynamite plunger. The old like nineteen thirties oh, fucking. Right. Yep, they got a straight up dynamite plunger. Yeah, from like Red Dead Redemption Two. Like the prospectors and shit. Yep, and uh, fucking Bugs Bunny and it's shit. Literally a, a cartoon plunger. Um, Dread says, "Stop!" I said, "Are you deaf?" And now he shoots this guy in the back. You are now. Oh my god! Because deaf people can't hear. Oh no! Deaf, dead people can't hear. Another either. another great one line. It's just uh, death, you know, dead are you people. Deaf, you are now. You are now. Um, that's a really bad line, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna write that down. Uh, so he shoots this guy in the back. You get like a aye, and then PK, go ahead and just uh, read the narration and describe what's going on. Uh, the bomb was defused. The doomsday dogs led away. That was fucking quick. <laughs> that was four panels. <laughs> it's like, but those doom data. We got him. I mean, it is. These are terrorists with like fucking axes and, and, and we've seen them fight the Brotherhood of Night before. And it's like, shut up, <laughs> get out of here. Let me flick my high beams on. They hate that. Ah! He ah! shot lights at us. Ah! Ah! The the judges are far and above. A better match than some disorganized rabble from the from the Muty Lands, I guess. But that's really a fast jump. Yeah. Um. And describe it. What's going on in this panel here, PK? They are being led away. Some uh, like handcuffed. Yep. Um. Uh, and some of them are being put in the back of a uh, an ambulance. Mm-hmm. And there are robot. They're all. I guess they're in the the power tower now. Yep. They are. Because they're robots the looking tower. like they're removing the the dynamite and repairing the the pipes. Yep. Uh, one of the, uh, I think it's the leader here still, or uh, one of the, the Mutilanders, Doomsday Dog, says, You've only delayed your destruction, silly city dwellers. Today is Doomsday. Father Earth has decreed it. To which, uh, another judge says to Judge Dread, What a bunch of crazies. <laughs> Just as well as their bark was worse than their bite, we took them easy. Took like four panels. It really did. Uh, to which, uh, Judge Dredd responds, too easy, Judge Ricks. Gotta write that one down. I missed uh. him somehow. Alright. R-I-X. Um, so, Judge Red now is like doing his great... Like, I fucking love this profile. Profile shot it's, with a big chin. If you could turn this to anyone, like, oh, that's Judge Th- fucking that's Dredd. That's Judge Dredd. And he's like doing the point to the robot. Light stubble. Yep. Fucking... Oh, underbite, pouting underlip. Pouting underbite, giant lip. He's pointing to... Point, pointing at someone and glaring. Oh, yeah, just scowling. And he's pointing to three of the regular robots from before and Big Cyril Overseer. He says, They've got something up their sleeves, I'm sure of it. Robot, check everything. There may be another bomb in Power Tower. To which Big Cyril responds, Don't worry, Judge Dredd. If it's there, my robots will find it. It's, an interest, it's a choice. It's he's, choice. He's like an overseer. I, well, it's all right. No worries. Go for your description. Your for narration and description here. Um, so we see outside the concrete. Wow, those are some fucking huge cannons. Yup. We see the concrete curtain. There are these four mounted cannons on top of it, and they are gigantic. Yeah. Uh, searchlights and cannons, and outside of it, there's just a bunch of a crowd, a gigantic crowd of people. Yes. Easily in the thousands. Yes. And they're all holding up gigantic signs. Such as... The city is evil. Destroy the city. The end is nigh. 
repent, and, you know, shit like that. Yes. And what's the narration give us? In the atomic desert known as the Cursed Earth, a huge band of Mutilanders <laughs> was fast approaching the very walls of Mega City 1. And so I think it's Father Earth saying this um, at the, the head of the, the column of the, the, the just the... It's very Moses-esque of pe the, the prophet leading his people through the wastes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's calling out from the, the head of the column. The city is evil. It has turned against Mother Earth and spread its foulness all over the land. Now the city must be punished. Their leader was the strangest of mutants, Father Earth. PK, if you want to describe what's happening here, I'd appreciate uh, it. So he's... he's I can't believe a Buddhist mudra. It might just be waving. It might just be waving. It but, might just uh, be waving. He's waving at the crowd of, of Mutilanders. Mm -hmm. uh, while two beautiful women uh, shear him? Yes, they have pruning shears, and they are clipping and trimming him. Yeah, and as he's just, you know, he's talking to them, very stoic-faced. Oh, yes. As the two beautiful women. <laughs> the end is nigh. Today the walls will crumble and the streets will crack, with mo and Mother Earth will spew forth death and destruction upon the city. Then the doomsday dogs will work vengeance upon the evildoers. Oh, they're all arrested? In four panels? <laughs> in four panels, you said? Oh, my God. So we cut back inside. We have Judge Dredd made a special visit to the South Muty Wall. And Judge Dredd is there along with two other judges, one who is wearing, like, a, like goggles and a... Like, like aviators a, and, and, and ear, earmuffs? He, he looks like a, like a helicopter pilot. He really. does. He looks like a helicopter pilot, with like the mouthpiece and everything. And they're looking at... The blown up giant image of Father Earth's face on a screen. So they are they are filming Aware. him. Yeah, they can see him. The guy in the the headset says, um, "Judge Dredd made a special visit to the South Mutiland Wall. That's their leader, Father Earth. Those plants actually grow on him. A walking weed patch. What plans do you have to deal with them? Spray him with some uh, some weed killer Roundup." Uh, and this guy, I don't know this guy, but he's got a weird conical head. Yes, he does. Some kind of judge. Slanted, sloping forehead. As you know, Judge Dredd, we can't touch them till they've broken our laws. But they have no chance of getting past our defenses. Oh, we got into a little, a little Kermit the Frog there at the end. I like Kermit it. Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> Father of the Earth here. Hello. Ready to destroy your whole civilization, I am. Like Mother Earth will destroy you all! <laughs> Going into Yay! yoga now. So now we look and see that Judge Dredd and these guys are actually looking out of like a window <laughs> down onto this entire <laughs> fucking <laughs> It's fucking space balls, dude! It's literally... You know that part where they're like talking, like they're on the fucking monitors and shit, and like uh -huh. he's trying to teleport and teleport, mm -hmm. and he goes, oh, forget it, and walks out to the next room, <laughs> yep. and they're in that room. It, it also... No, it's definitely a window. It's definitely a window. Yeah, it's, he's I don't like, know why. He, they're like watching by a monitor. They look out the window. There he is. <laughs> right. He's like 50 feet over there. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking cartoony. And out of the, the crowd, is, uh, they are chanting, Death to the city! And the conical judge guy says, Look at them carrying on like they expect the walls to come tumbling down. Maybe they do, Judge Pym. Oh. Maybe they know something we don't. And now we have a close-up of Judge Dredd. With his most stoic face on. Extra stoic today. Yeah. I've got a bad feeling about this bunch. Open the gates. I'm gonna have to try and... I'm gonna try and warn them off. Dread roared out of the city. Describe what's going on here, PK. Dread runs out there on his law, Master. Well done. Um, as Father Earth is doing another mudra. Yep. Uh, and being watered by a beautiful woman in a toga. Yep. Um, and he's just... What's Dread doing to him, though? 
Oh, oh, he's like fucking doing a donut and splashing dirt in his face. Yeah, he's like kicking up dirt into Father Earth's face. Yeah. As he thinks to himself, a little dirt in the face never hurts in delicate negotiations like this. Yeah, it does. I it exclusively does that, I, Judge Dredd. Dredd. That's a terrible means of negotiating. First, when it comes to when it comes to jumpers, you want to insult them. You know, like you go out and you spit in them, and then you start negotiating. <laughs> it's like you're a terrible negotiator, Judge Dredd. Um, and some of the uh, doomsday dogs, there are more of them outside, are saying to Father Earth, or saying to the group, He insults Father Earth! Lower your gun, fool! It's Judge Dredd himself! So even Midland have heard has heard of Judge He's Dredd. that famous, yeah. Um, I think he was known by other people out in the Cursed Earth. They had gotten around. He's pretty famous for his own time. Yeah. And now we see... Uh, a really troubling image here, I think. This is a, this is scaled very weirdly. Um, Judge Dredd is literally like almost 99% surrounded by just hundreds of people. But the scaling is so weird. They look like they're half as big as him. Yeah. They, well, maybe Judge Dredd cuts an impressive figure. I don't know if we maybe. know. But it's a lot of people. And Judge Dredd is calling out to all of them. You people, this is your first and last warning. Clear off before you get hurt. To which uh, Father Earth now like crouches down to the ground. He's and like pulls. kneeling and gesturing at the ground. He's gesturing to the ground with one hand and holding like a thorn in the other, as yeah. he says. Hurt? That's all you understand. Just because you're tired, just as you're tired, crushed this thorn. So for centuries, your city has crushed the good earth. Why'd you laugh at tire there, PK? Because it's spelled T-Y-R-E, the, the UK spelling. They're giving away their roots again. Um, literally giving away their roots. Brumch. Um, there is a woman behind uh, behind Father Earth. As I don't know that's a woman. It might not be a woman. It's hard to tell. Look, it's a man. It's yeah, a man. The, the chest is showing. He's got an open vest. I didn't notice that. I thought that was like a like a blouse of some kind. Uh, um, but no, that is his chest. Uh, a man behind him is calling, like looking at this as Father Earth like puts the thorn into his shoulder and it begins to blossom into yeah. a, a rose or a, some kind of plant. <gasps> See, the thorn blooms again. There's your answer, city dweller. From the ruins of your city, Father Earth will create new life. But first, the city must be destroyed. To which Judge Dredd has got the snarl on, and he's got the lawgiver right up like the gun. Aimed content. right into his fucking face. He got his, you want to make it a third nostril punk? That guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that guy. Uh, he's saying, listen, nature boy, as soon as today's election is over, I'm going to get a new law passed. A law against you. <laughs> It's very. It, it <laughs> reads like that, though. It's it's like I'm gonna pass a new law, a law against you. I'm gonna make my own mega city, and you're not invited. With blackjack and hookers. Forget the forget the blackjack or, or cocaine, just just hookers. Um, but uh, Father Earth is not losing his calm as he just has the barrel of a lawgiver pistol in his nose. Pet Dread continues on. Go, so peddle your crackpot ideas somewhere else, or I'll personally chop you up and dump you on the compost heap. Another good line. Another good line. There's a lot of them. Dread then just guts on his bike and roars away back towards the city, thinking to himself, I've done all I can, and our defenses are strong, yet I can't shake this feeling of impending disaster. And now, later that day, the answer came to Dread, but by then it would be too late. Uh, so PK, tell me what's going on here in this picture here. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, I'll let you know that the outermost frame here is a television screen. Or okay, like a, that's what I thought. They were watching it, something on the television. Uh, actually, I lied. Vid. It says vid something? Vid is screen, maybe. I don't know. But it, we don't know if it's a, a window A window or a or, television screen? I'm not really sure, honestly. It's a monitor a of some kind? Yeah. Anyways, 
What's on the monitor, PK? What's uh, what we got going on this frame? Well, so Clark Kent is there up front. <laughs> good, good, good. Uh, see there, is, spot. And it says, uh, it's, there's a clown back there <laughs> and a cat. <laughs> I'm so glad you picked up on it. I, I read over it like three times. I'm like, is that a fucking clown and Lady Liberty? Yeah, the Statue of Liberty, a cat, <laughs> and a clown, and some nondescript people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> reporting are, the news? Um, let's is it like the city council? Read for the gentleman who's the news, annou news announcer here, because he's got like a front podium that says election 01. Oh, is it like a mayoral debate? It's 2001, right? Yeah. So read for this guy, see. Go for it. Good evening, citizens, and once again, it's election time. All the candidates are here. The judges are on hand to see fair play. In just a few seconds, we'll be voting to choose the new mayor. So these are our mayoral candidates, BK. The you cat. Know, the cat. Okay, so that's, that's what's her name? Uh, Screech. Shrill. Uh, Shrill. Shrill. And, and uh, that is uh, Grub, Jim Grub. Jim Grub, and there's also a clown. He looks like that yellow bastard from Sin City. He... Thank you so much. I, I could not think of the exact person, but it is the yellow bastard from Sin City, absolutely. In like a polka dot shirt. But the fucking cat on the far right. There's no need. There's no need for this hilarity. It's so funny. And we in the cool close foreground, we have a couple of judges in silhouette, which is pretty cool. Right. This, uh, this announcer or moderator of some kind is leaning in now out of the camera, and uh, we now go to like the... We the, always cut. the family watching it at home. It's the it's we it's the same family. We always cut to the is. same family of like the mom is knitting, the dad is like got a beer at hand though I don't yeah he's got a beer in his hand yep and wrinkled chins and stuff and they've got uh, their feet up lounging away as the news announcer says as you know citizens we did away with polling booths a hundred years ago <laughs> that's such a fucking as you know as you know. <laughs> That's the what's it called the Maiden Butler talk. The, as you know, <laughs> our Lord and uh, so on, our Lord Mayor, as you are well aware, and they just fucking expo. Now, talk. as you know, a hundred years ago, the new system began. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Why would you ever? So we'd be like, as you know, it's fucking narrative talk for us, the the readers. But it's like I just hate that no one talks like that. Yeah, it's like, I would just be like. As you know, the internet was invented earlier this century. Like, fucking yeah. What the great, as you know, the great internet collapse. <laughs> all right, so. Anyway. All right. As, as you know, citizens, we did away with polling booths a hundred years ago. All you have to do now is press the voting buttons on your video panel, and your votes will be recorded automatically and on our friendly city hall computer, Barney. Hiya, folks. Be sure and vote now, you hear? There'll be no recounts, no swingo swingometers. <laughs> what was that, PK? Swingometers? <laughs> Swingometers? Okay. All one word? Any hyphens? No. All right. Swingometers. No boring commentators, because all you have, all your voting will be over in one second. That's right. You only have one second to press the button. <laughs> this is how we. This is how the Republicans have won. Um, oh God. And now we have uh, Judge Red is like. God, he's like doing the eureka moment where he snaps his fingers and. Oh, his that's what it is. I thought he was like holding a fucking like, box, <laughs> like a like star, like summoning fucking electricity in his um, hand. And uh, Judge Red is, my doc, that's it. When the vote takes place, there'll be a sudden, massive demand for power. The auxiliary lava feed pipe will switch on automatically. And now we have what? So, hold, stick with me. All okay. Right? Dread put a in a hotline call to the power tower. 
And we now have Judge Dredd is um, calling into the power tower, and a robot is answering a very old-style telephone. Oh, my God, look very at that. Very old-style yeah, telephone. Like fucking... uh, it's, it's a house phone, basically. Yeah. And in the background, we see what looks like kind of like a vault door with a bunch of robots going into it, right? Yeah. Um, and someone's answering to Judge Dredd, the robot. Go ahead. You're right, sir. There is a bomb inside the pipe. The doomsday dogs must have guessed we wouldn't check here. I didn't see no reason to. No apologies. Just get it out and quick. The lava will set it off. And now we have like the big blow up of the like close in on uh, the announcer's face yeah. and his wire rim glasses as he's talking out of the panel. Let's try to do this together, citizens. If you're already, I'll count up to three. Now Dredd like shoves other judges out of the way. Out of the way. I'm going to stop the election. As he runs to stop the election, so I, I assume. Well, I guess they're in the same. They must be in there because they said the judges were on hand. To yeah, make sure I'm guessing it was smoothly. the same room, right? All right, go for it. But the the zooms in on the on the the commentator or announce. The closer we see him, he is absolutely Clark Kent. I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, that's Clark fucking Kent. It is Kent. absolutely Clark Kent. Like that is, there is no difference basically. All right, one, two, and Dread is running towards the panel. Three. We have uh, the overseer robots, big overseer, Cyril, big Cyril, is looking in a pipe, and there is uh, this display of this guy, that this news announcer, is being displayed on a screen on the robot's chest, which is pretty cool. Yeah, like a Teletubby shit. Yeah, um, like Walter does when he watches his own face. <laughs> Except um, he does it on his face, which would mean he'd be looking in a mirror. Or maybe he can see the inside of his own screen. Oh, that makes sense. Um... I mean, does it make sense? No. Though? No. It, anyways, um, Big Cyril is, is calling down the pipe, though. Nice work, 13, but you're... And Judge Red, we cut now back to him in the studio trying to stop the guy from saying this. Too late! And as uh, the, the, the counter finish, finishes and he goes, vote! In power tower, a valve swung open. And we see... That number 13 is clutching a bundle of TNT or two to his chest. Oh, no. And he's looking down the pipe as just red-hot magma is just boiling down it towards him. To go power the auxiliary and voting the, things. The, the other robot next to him says, Goodbye, 13. Goodbye, us. <laughs> and I, I, I guess. And we just get a bam. And this, this awesome kind of... um. I would oh, describe it's it like a fucking whatever skeleton. Yeah, it it reminds me of uh, Doctor Manhattan being created. It does. You know, like the silhouette. It's just the silhouette of him for a moment. Yeah. But it's a robot. Um, the walls will crumble, and we we get we we get a harken back to what was said last time uh, from uh, oh, yeah. Father Earth. Go go for it. The walls will crumble. The streets will crack. And we see the, between a giant a, cracking like the the street is fucking. Typical Looney Tunes cracked open earth, you know? Yeah. And people are straight up fucking falling into it. Yeah. Some well, woman saying, I help, what's happening? No, no, no! <laughs> My god, look at Power Tower! Go for it, PK. And Mother Earth will spew forth death and destruction upon the city. And describe this panel for me, because I like it a lot. Uh, it's pretty fucking cool. It's the <laughs> it's the Power Tower. Same shot as before, looking up at it. Yeah, it's which is gigantic. Yeah. And out of the top, it's breaking at the top in lava and magma just flowing out the top of it. It's like a, a giant man-made ejaculating volcano. penis. I was gonna say man-made volcano. That's better. But that, yeah, that also works. And someone, uh, <laughs> go go for this last guy looking up here. He's the guy. This is the Godzilla guy. Yeah, this is the Godzilla guy. <gasps> Godzilla! God, God preserve us! It's a volcano. Thank you, Steve. Yes, we can see it's. It's a, a bird. <laughs> like why are you so excited to see a damn bird? Why is this guy calling it out? 
Get read What do we got next time, though, PK? <laughs> Meet the Holocaust Squad. And that is going to end Prog 123. So, looking back on Prog 123, Father Earth Part 2. Setting in places. We have City Hall Squad Room where Judge Dredd is watching the election live, as yes. it turns out. Oh, he's watching. Okay. Because so, he ran into the room. Yeah. Um, characters. We have Judge Pym and Judge Ricks. We know nothing about them. They are named and nothing else. But they survived, though, so... Yeah. They, they've been named and lived to the issue. That's a rarity, honestly. I mean, hopefully, you know, red shirts don't tend to last too long. Yeah. Um, we have a computer named Barney who is tabulating all the votes for... Whose entire job is to count who votes for who. Yeah. This is giving me striking resemblance to the minority and the majority from Halo 4, I believe. I am personal game past Halo 2. You know what? You're not wrong. Halo 3 was a good game. Halo 3 was good, and Halo Reach was good. After that, they stopped making them. I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> don't know why. I never um, played Halo... I played Halo 3 multiplayer. Everyone did. That's fair. That, Halo 3 multiplayer was awesome, and I don't even like first-person shooters. Um, but in Halo 4... I, um, either 3 or 4, I forget. It's alluded to, or not alluded to, it's, it's sort of stated in certain parts that um, there are AI who are known as the majority and the minority, and they... Uh, they are the collective, like, think of, like, the, the Geth, how they have, like, two different mindsets of, of, of these massive kind of hive minds. Yeah. And they are in charge. They have taken it upon themselves to guide humanity into becoming gods. Oh, okay. And, like, they, it turns out, like, they are manipulating everything in the world that is involved with humans to make it to manipulate humans into like evolving or something or just to to help them prosper because the three laws of robotics kind of thing okay um, so that's what this reminds me of computer barney but we know nothing about him otherwise um items and technology is it no. ai or simple like calculating process it, we'll it never can, fucking it know can say hi i don't vote to know uh items technology though other than barney swingometer i don't know what that is pk real Bullshit. Which one are you going with? Real. Real? Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. What the fuck is a swingometer? There's a reason we don't know. Is this like one of those things where you whoever gets the most applause wins mayor? No, no, no. <laughs> the swingometer. Clap, yeah, who's the mayor? Clap if you believe in fairies, kids. Um, the swingometer is a graphics device that shows the effects of the swing from one party to another on British election results programs. It is used to estimate the number of seats that will be won by different parties, given a particular national swing in percentage points in the vote towards or away from a given party, and assuming that the percentage change in the vote will apply in each constituency. The device was invented by Peter Milne and later refined by David Butler and Robert McKenzie. It is basically like a graphic, like a pie chart that has like little balls. Because they have, they don't have a first past the post system. They have a representational system. I yeah. Think, which is where, they, like, however, if you, if if the Labor Party got fifty percent of the votes, you get fifty percent, fifty percent of the seats, basically. It's what the Democratic Party and the Labor Party. It's Labor and it's Tories and Labor, I think. Okay. Um, I think Tories are the Conservative Party and Labor Lears is the, the Liberal. Yes. And so I looked up, and there's like a lot of information on this thing. I didn't want to get too deep into it because I don't find it that interesting, frankly. But it is a real thing, and it's just like a big pie chart with a needle in the middle that like breaks up the different parties and shows how much influence they're each going to have. Okay, so it's like a weird prediction advice. Yes, and it's also, device. in the more recent editions of it, it shows like if it goes this way, then these are the new, these are like the policies that are most likely going to be enacted with that. I so it kind of shows you where the party line is in a way. Um, so interesting, but not terribly interesting, I'd say. 
Yeah. I all I know from about British politics is what I got from that British puppet show. V for Vendetta. No. No, Watchmen. Mm. Yes, takes place in, in Britain, I remember. Yeah. Um, well, it's written by Alan Moore. He's a wizard. He, he is a wizard in Swamp Man, I believe. Yeah. Anyway. That was a that was a run. Um, that was terrible slang, made up words, judged red one liners. Shoot first, make arrest later. Way to sum up America's policing policy in a single pithy statement. Hey, this isn't America. This is Mega City One, a lawless metropolis. It is not a lawless metropolis a, at all. A sprawling metropolis of 190 people, yeah. 90 million people, 800 million people. Wow. Yes. That's way more than 190. Uh, I love the line also that. Uh, are you deaf? You are now. <laughs> oh my god. Good luck swimming while dead. Like, it's just... Dude, there's you, there's time and place. Why don't you tell the cleaning lady on Monday? <laughs> that is the best version of that joke I've ever seen in my life, and I love Scott Pilgrim <laughs> so much. I watched that movie just a couple nights ago. It's still are fantastic. You, it's, it's amazing. My favorite... What's your favorite part of that movie? Um... I would have to go with the entire uh, uh, guy, what's his name, the skateboarding actor. Thank you! Chris <laughs> Evans as the fucking douchebag number two. Yeah, as boyfriend number two. My favorite part of that movie is when he's grinding the rail and it's like, wow. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> just turns into the screech. So funny. I love you. I, I, uh, I Can you do a grindy thingy on that rail? And like the some girls may be watching, and the the heartbeat of the doop doop of his eyes, like it's so good. I love love that movie. It's it's Edgar Wright, and it's fantastic. It's it's amazing. I think my favorite, definitely my favorite Edgar Wright movie, definitely. Yeah. Even though, and I love them all. I love all of them are above an eight for me. Yeah. Yeah. All great movies. Anyway, world building. Judge Dredd not only knows who is responsible for the attack on Power Tower before he even enters the building, but he knows their name. Yeah. We talked about, like, maybe he saw it on camera Emma, or something Or maybe like that. he's heard about them from the Cursed Earth. But but there's he knows them immediately. Yeah, it's like, it's those doomsday dogs. Um, another judge, this is an interesting thing. Another judge mentions that the judges can't touch the Mutilanders until they have broken one of the city laws. So... Correct me if I'm wrong, PK. But doesn't he go into the into the into the into the wastes and arrest people? How does that make sense when compared to Professor Milton Frankenstein from Prog Number One Fifteen, The DNA Man Part Three? He had broken the city laws, but was just on the other side of the city limits. Also, to the other side of that argument, seriously, didn't Judge Dredd have an entire fucking arc about him going into the Cursed Earth and kicking all kinds of alien, dino, robot, muty ass? In the name of the law. All right, let's play devil's advocate. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I just played devil's advocate for myself. Both sides of this is stupid. <laughs> We're going to be in the he, middle? The judge's jurisdiction is in Mega City 1. Okay. Now, they can only... If someone breaks the law within Mega City 1, that's when they have the power to arrest or detain or stop them through any force necessary. Okay. That being said, when Judge Dredd was going from Mega City 1 to Mega City 2 on this mission of goodwill or whatever to bring them the vaccine, he... He was given temporary powers to to do this in the wasteland to to for, by any means than necessary it was to make sure that the vaccine arrived. It was a mission of of maximum priority. They sent Dread along on a mission to do it. Yeah. That makes so sense. So he couldn't like say, Yeah, you're breaking the law, but he could say, You're impeding my mission, so I have to stop you. Yeah, I get that as well. And he didn't really arrest anyone while he was out there for the most part. It was more I mean, I guess maybe in in Vegas City, but it wasn't that bad. I completely, I completely agree with that. Actually, it's just a very 
there's we've had a lot of things come real close to that line. Yeah, yeah, we have. We also, this is the part that you brought up, I'm very thankful for this. You, we see some pretty nondescript people up for election as mayor, <laughs> but among these are some doozies. We have a man that looks like what you would get at the movie The Hills Have Eyes and Stephen King's It fucked and gave birth to the scariest mutated clown shit you've ever seen. <laughs> that yellow bastard. Yeah, yellow bastard. A woman wearing the Statue of Liberty tiara and a fucking cat. Was that shrill? She had weird hair. No. Oh, it might have been shrill, actually, because we saw like a, a thing. I thought that wasn't her hair, but maybe it's like a headpiece. Like maybe. A, a headpiece of some kind. That might be shrill. Um, good, good nod on that. Uh, Mega City 1 did away with polling booths. 100 years ago. I get, yeah. So, PK, remember how we haven't had a lightning storm in Mega City 1 for 80 years? Yes. Which would put that around two, 2020. Yeah, last where, year. Where, yeah, last year. Great year. Um, all around, A plus year. Worst year of my life. Um, one of. Anyways. One point, of the two. <laughs> one of several. Um, Basically, it's all been gone ah, since puberty. Worst year of your life so far. So far. Uh, so far. Yeah, something to keep my eyes out for. Um, but here's the thing. We are now being told that Mega City 1 did away with polling booths 100 years ago. So in the year 2000. 2001. It's 2101. So 2001, Mega City 1 was there. Again, bombs didn't fall from Bad Bob Booth. Until... Wow, that was a, that was a fucking... Tongue twister. The bombs didn't fall, fall from, from Bad, Bad Bob, Bob Booth, Booth until 2070. Bad Bob Booth didn't bathe the world in bombs. <laughs> he most certainly did. <laughs> but it's interesting, like, we've talked about this before. Like, we thought that the megacities came out of the Atomic War. Yeah, but, but they were older than that. Yeah, they have been around since, like, the 2000s, which is weird. Yeah. So we're definitely with an alternate history, a different timeline. We definitely are. We like, Cyberpunk be. is, you know... Yeah, it's like retro futurism kind of thing. Like, yeah, uh, cyberpunk, retro 80s. like the first cyberpunk, cyberpunk 2001. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> I mean, this is called 2000 AD, and they didn't think they'd last that long. Yeah. And they're still going. What do you know? Here, here we, 40 we have years. a picture of her with the things. Yes, you're absolutely right. She has the, the kind of tiara thing looking on. So I got that wrong. Um, so for, this further cements the premise that megacities were not born out of the Atomic War, which we know happened in 2070 with Bad Bob Booth. But are just the only maybe they're just the only places that survived the fallout. Like it, brings, yeah. It really brings up a lot of questions, honestly. Like, well, why would such a popular area survive a fallout? Like, it's literally you got if, if there was gonna be nukes thrown at the U.S., it's either shore. Like that's yeah. You why would the east or the nuke, west coast? Why would you nuke the middle of the country? No one goes for the flyover states. Yeah, no one lives there. We live there, and we no one lives there. Yeah, we have to travel hours to even just get within touching distance of each other. Yeah. It makes our relationship very hard. It does. Um, and but among worthwhile. other things. But worthwhile. Voting is now done at home by pressing a button on your video panel. So it's like the fucking... Again, this is a, a, a thing in sci-fi that became quote-unquote real. Like, you know, when American Idol was like, I don't want to say popular because I think it's still popular. <laughs> it is But still. more popular... You know, they invented the whole text by phone. Or, or vote, vote by, by phone. phone. Yep, that was So cool. it's like, you know, sci-fi invents something and later on the real world... Kind of imitates it out of Yeah. Us. Kind of like, uh, was it like data pads became like iPads and stuff like that? Yeah, and fucking Dick Tracy with his fucking uh, watch phone. Yep, that's His true. watch video phone. Yep, you're absolutely right. Um, so my question is, are, all the votes are calculated and the results are given instantly. Can you imagine how much this would upset modern day Republicans? <laughs> People are voting with ease. Fuck I that. was thinking about that. But here's the other question: Would they be uh, for it 
or against it? Would they be for it because only people who are rich enough to afford TVs can get the video panel and vote? No, no poor liberals with the t televisions. Well, TVs are cheap now. TVs are cheap now. TVs are Imagine cheap now. the future when they're even cheaper. When no one has to work to have TVs or yeah. rent. So yeah, they would be against. They, they would be against it. The Republicans would be diehard against this. Yes, they would. Last but not least, death count. Big serial overseer and all his robot squads are killed when the gamma when the magma explodes the bomb the doomsday dogs left in the auxiliary lava feed pipe. Especially number thirteen. Thirteen is extra dead. Thirteen is definitely dead. While we don't know how many people were in the building itself, we can only assume that lots and lots of robots died in this process. It seems like it was mostly manned by robots. Because there's no windows. Like robots don't need windows. You're right. And why? So it makes sense. I just sad to see robots go. You know? It is. I mean, they couldn't vote, so we guess we don't care about them. But I mean, that's a little harsh. <laughs> I was, I was, I was being facetious. Um, do you have anything else to bring up about Prog 123, Father Earth Part Two, PK? I just, uh, so it's stupid. <laughs> you don't like this arc so far? <laughs> they did a whole sweep of the building, and they thought we didn't find any bombs inside the pipe. Like, yeah, that's a that's a big oversight. No, maybe start with this room. Don't look other places. Just look yeah. the places they you went into. You think you would... I don't want to say shut it down, because it seems... Couldn't you... I don't know. And how does voting increase energy that... Well, I... It's kind of like when uh, in, in... It's not like they need a whole secondary building to do more energy, but they need an auxiliary pipe to... Remember, to... I, if you don't, I don't know if you know this or not, I've heard, ever read this before, but in like England, there's a huge power spike at a certain time of day because everyone gets home and puts the kettle on to make tea. So they wow. have to like increase their power fold like by the tens, like a factor of ten, no. to accommodate for everyone getting home and starting a kettle of tea. Wow. So well, that takes up more energy than pushing a button on the screen. This could be true, but we're also magnifying that by how many times because we have 800 million people possibly. You're right, voting. that's true. That means, well, well no one has jobs in Mega City 1, so I was going to say, that means when they get home to put on the tea, <laughs> which they don't do because they're American. <laughs> My question is like, so, oh, I just lost it. I had it and I lost it. So they fucking, the, 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 the diamond dogs, devil dogs. Doomsday dogs. Doomsday dogs. dogs. Jesus Christ. I'm thinking of Metal Gear Solid 5 with the diamond dogs. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, um, uh, the Doomsday Dogs. They did the fucking. They jokered it. They took. They, they took the suit to its knees with cheap gunpowder and dynamite. Yeah, you're very true. Very right. Honestly, didn't take much. We don't know how they got in the fucking city. Maybe we'll never know. Who knows? We'll How's they make dynamite? Fucking uh, fucking Minecraft style sand and, and gunpowder. I'll remind you of the Muty Mountains where they had a Lasawmobile to carve a giant mutant face into Mount Rushmore. So which... how much is how much is too much technology? They go to a little mom and pop shop. Yeah. It, that can't have that much technology, but they kill people there. Giant robots. It does have the robots. It does have robot servitude. I almost said slavery. <laughs> it's slavery. Servants who are paid. Not the, paid, though. The, 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 or voting. The slaves. Oh, the, don't, don't uh, say that. Don't word. say that. We don't like that. We don't like that word. Um, the paid servants. Paid servants. Uh, is there anything else you want to bring up for Father Earth Part 2, PK? No, I just, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, how much technology is too much? I guess it's robots. It's the fucking Mass Effect rule. Uh, once you make synthetic beings, you have the the universe must be cold to start over again. Oh my god. Yeah, I forgot about the... I, I try to blot out a lot of the ending of Mass Effect 3 in my Mass mind. Effect 3 is great. The ending included. Anyway. Anyway. God. So we are back into Prog 124 Father Earth Part 3. This was released uh, August 4th, 1979. Script by John Howard. Wagner. Wagner. Artist Ron Smith and letters by Tom Frame. 
PK, go for our narration and paint me a picture with words. In Mega City One, City of the Future, scientists had drilled had drilled deep into the Earth's core in search of power. They said it was safe. They said nothing could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> the, the palace is over, by the way. It's a fucking volcano going on <laughs> in the middle of the city. It is just massacre. And people, like, Disaster. buildings are melting. People are falling in the lava and screaming. Yeah. <laughs> but something did go wrong. No, what? What could have gone wrong? But something did go wrong. Terrorists had struck at the power tower. And now, white hot lava boiled over into the city. And people are stating the obvious. Volcano! Run for your lives! The lava! And the guy gets, like, caught in it, basically. People yeah. are, like, crawling. And it's just the power tower turning into a massive volcano. Yeah, magma is, is just pouring out of it. Which, how would an explosion in one auxiliary tube cause lava to flow up at this rate? It's a comic book, isn't it, It's Andy? a comic book, I think. And, it's a comic and also, book. like... Maybe there are valves controlling the pressure kind of oh, thing. Maybe. And once you melt the controls, it just goes into, like, nuclear it furnace. It just starts mode. pumping it out. Chernobyl style. Okay. The, yeah. Go for the it. The earth heaved and cracked. And we can see a... We're looking from... One of those uh, fucking uh, sky, skyways. Skyways. Yeah, it's crumbling on top of a crowd. Run Cars are falling down on people. It's fucking chaos. It's chaos. Run for it, earthquake! Oh no, the road! PK, if you want to describe what's in this next panel for me, please. Uh, the cars are flying from the skyway, just crushing the crowd. Why would why would City Planning have the skyway above the walkways? What about the fucking the what's the auto the automatic fucking? You mean the speed easy? The, the walk easy? The walk easy? What's going on on that during all this? <laughs> what we've always wondered, PK. I don't think we're ever gonna see it again. The 200 um, miles per hour walk easy. Oh no, it was way faster than oh, that. Oh yeah, you're right. It was right. like 350 miles an hour because the, the remember the lorries travel at 200 miles an hour. Oh my, so the people just being crushed by the the, the met. We have that now though. Sky overpasses and shit. Yeah, cars fall on people. I'm being stupid. It's okay. It's um, a comic book, Patrick. But we have a the next panel. A uh, whole city blocks crumbled. Remember, a city block is the word for mega block, right? Yeah. Holy so, shit. Yeah, entire city blocks are crumbling. There is a couple at dinner. And the half of a building is just going away with the wife with it. Yeah, it's fucking Cloverfield style. Yeah. That building was, that was like Broken split half. in half. Yeah. She's like, my grief, what's happening? As the guy's holding like a plate of chicken. Uh, yes, he is. My chicken! <laughs> my chicken! My wife! My wife! He, he calls down, looking over the edge, as she just falls into the abyss of lava. Dorothy! John! And in Mutiland, Father Earth and his crazed band watched as the walls of the city came tumbling down. As indeed, outside Mega City One, the giant concrete curtain is split. I, I this love gigantic this gigantic crack. It's so cool. He was fucking right the whole time. This is like it go. It tra the panel like covers the entire page for the most part, from upper right to bottom left, and your eyes kind of follow that direction because it starts with the power tower erupting behind the wall. The closer the wall and the guns are crumbling down, which lead our eyes towards Father Earth, who is standing, like much like Moses, hand outstretched, club in one hand, satchel over his shoulder, calling out to his people. One fucking bundle of dynamite did this. Yeah. Killed possibly millions. At least hundreds. At least. I mean, city, city blocks. blocks. Yeah. Multiple city blocks. Those things are fucking gigantic. There's like 60,000 people in them each, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what is Father Earth here saying? Uh... Forward, my fanatics. We. I can't keep my. I can't keep a normal voice with him. Uh, what was it? Uh, hippie voice. 
Yeah, Forward, my fanatics! We must complete what Mother Earth has started! One of the uh, Doomsday Dogs calls out, It is as Father Earth prophesied! The walls are crumbling before us! And now, all of the, uh... <laughs> all the people are charging <laughs> that guy's in. has like a fucking Jolly Roger on his head. Uh, he is wearing... There is a man... Well, it's, it's shot from inside the walls as Father Earth is walking in with his arms outstretched like the prophet, you know? Yeah. And all the doomsday dogs and muties are pouring in behind him. Including, like, a fucking Farrah Fawcett with her fucking machine gun here. Yeah, massive hair, and this guy in the front with a... Like a World War II helmet with the skull and it looks crossbones. Like, uh, what's his name? Zoot Smiley. Not Zoot Smiley, but the other guy. The other biker. Oh, remember, Zoot Smiley was one of them. Yeah. The other one was Spike's Harvey Rotten before they changed his art style. You're right. With uh, with his fucking biker helmet. And his big mutton chops. Yeah. Um. So we turn the page now. Judge Dredd was racing to the scene. Destroyed the cursed city. Burn it to the ground. And a judge is calling over. The lava is coming. Run. And we have a broadcast come over the, the radio for Judge Dredd. Attention all emergency units to Mega City Southside. We have a disaster! Dredd is thinking to himself, You can say that again. Father Earth and his lunatic followers are to blame. And by grud, they're gonna pay for it. By grud. They get a by grud. Um, PK, I need you to describe this next panel for me real quick. Uh, it's the typical fucking thing you see in a cartoon. Oh yeah. A woman is walking down the street that's in the, the, the crack, cracked open right beneath her. One, one foot on either side of it. Yeah. Um, uh, as as she has one foot on either side of the crack in the, the street splitting open, and she's about to get fucking besected if she doesn't move to one side. <laughs> and in the background, Judge Dredd is riding, like, on the on precipice, the, basically. Yeah, and he's, go, like, leaning out of his lawmaster to scoop her up, but he's, like, pretty far behind, honestly. Well, he's jumping off it. His favorite thing to do. Oh, Jump he could, off a he lawmaster. could be jumping off a lawmaster, you know. The street is ripping open. Help! That woman! And he's like, oh, now he does get off his lawmaster. Lo and behold, go to the next one. Uh, I can't, I had to move the... the move the thing, cause... go for it. No, no, don't move it all the way. Move it down, because you don't want to see the next thing. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, okay. Judge Red does leap off his lawmaster. He's running, he leaps off his lawmaster. Well, to, I guess, to run to her. Well, you have to lean down, you can't really do that on a lawmaster. I guess, I guess. But she's uh, like... From she's... what we know from the movie, they don't turn. <sighs> yes, we know that from the 1995 <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Judge Red movie. The young woman, Brian, though, by the way, has a DVD copy of, of Dread. Uh, the, uh, she's like hanging on. The she's old pulling party. a great Mufasa yeah. parody here going on. Long live the king. <laughs> Please help me. I'm coming. Hold on, citizen. Now go ahead, PK. Describe the next panel for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Read the narration uh, and go for it. The, the earth heaved again and the woman was no more. As the, the crack that was there, fucking it, the, the street bends the other way. Goes back together, and all that we can see are her fucking hands rising out of the ground. And uh, as she's fucking crushed, Akira style. Bakum! Bakum! And Judge Dredd's like on there where the ledge used to be, but now there's a small little crack that. Yeah. With a dead lady in it. Yeah. Pretty dark 2080. Yeah, holy shit. Suddenly, we now see. Um, there are uh, the the Muty Landers, the Doomsday Dogs, are now attacking, setting fire to buildings, which this seems. This guy's a flamethrower. But that seems kind of. Superfluous, you know, like that seems like bringing a super soaker to a water park. Yeah, it's there's already... a flood, and like a guy shooting a, a water gun into it. <laughs> it's like I got your I'm living happy. room wet. I'm happy. I got your living room wet. Um, destroy the city, burn it down. All must die. Father Earth has ordered it. As they're shooting machine guns and they're like shooting a, into a crowd too. A guy with a fucking bat. Yeah, they're like, look at this guy in the like the bottom left. He's shooting all across the panel into the, the crowd. Oh on the yeah, right -hand of like side. people trying to escape and they're falling off the road and shit. And Dread is like over and by this. Is that Walter? Uh, 
It looks kind of like it might be Walter, but I'm not sure. It's probably just a different... I mean, all robots... Yeah, all they, robots they have, look the same. Well, I mean, That's they probably all... That's what you're trying to say. All robots. There are various the same. models that probably look similar. Yes, I could understand. I mean, Walter had a brother, right? Oh God, um, he did. Judge Dredd comes sliding into frame. Some of the Mutilanders, and uh, one of them, the, the leader, rises up with a like a big club above his head to, yeah. to uh, on a precipice of rock, challenging Dredd. On a precipice of people and rock. Dredd, I'll take care of you. Uh, the sentence is death, rebel. And Judge Dredd just fucking Indiana Jones is this guy in the temple. Yeah, the dude, guy just, comes in with a fucking, fucking club and Dredd just like shoots him twice. Shoots him a couple times in the chest. Um, however, there's more where that came from. More guys are coming behind the dead body. Yeah. You can't beat all of us, lawman. <laughs> to which, uh, Judge Dredd shoots him in the fucking heart. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, yeah. I thought that was Dredd taking off his helmet for a second, but that's a... A dog. Yeah, that is a dog. Okay. Um, another guy who is wearing what appears to be a maybe a mouse, a giant mouse hat. A mouse hat and like a plaid shirt and a, and a flamethrower, the most important part. Yes, uh, he's like running into an alleyway. Gotta run for it, up this street. And uh, PK, describe our next panel, please. This is the same guy in the background, I'll let you know. Okay, oh, oh, sh um, what the fuck is that falling? Is that a flood or a building or just lava? Re it's read gotta be it. lava. Read for it. Oh, okay. Uh, no! As a fucking a tidal wave of lava comes just fucking belting at this guy. Like, like dozens of feet tall. Yeah. A river of lava pouring down the street. <laughs> the guy was running towards a giant wall of yeah, lava. Yeah, he couldn't like look forward for a second. He's got to run like, for it. Up the street. It's the Ow! person who like turns around slowly while backing up in a horror movie. You're like, <laughs> fucking stop with that shit. It's the guy who can't see what we can, who can only see... What we can see. Yeah, once the camera pans, then he can see it, you the know? The boots and top secret. Oh my god, I love that joke. Um, Dredd is now, like, gunning it away from this massive, like, what is it? What's the a movie? Title Tommy Lee Jones. Is it oh, Volcano? Oh, Volcano. It's Volcano? He's pulling a Tommy Lee Jones. He's riding his bike away from the wall of lava. The white hot lava joined another, and it was a oh, race against the, time. The, the Jordan one-liner here. I did. Oh, bike don't fail me now! As he, like, rides away. Yeah. Good one-liner, actually. Um, the White Hot Lava stream joined another, and it was a race against time. And Judge Dredd is like, it's like a side shot of him outrunning and, and just everything being it's fucked. It's that fucking, remember that old Floodrunner Flash game? You could play on like flashgames.biz or whatever. Floodrunner. Yeah, there was just a, it was just a fucking Flash game. Where you're like, it's like a little, like a little like Mario 2D game where you're running and you have to like jump over and there's a flood behind you. I'd make it. I would play that game. That it's pretty fun. fun. Um, you Dredd can like is... glide and, and shit. Hmm. Dredd is uh, calling out on his radio, Dread to control! Get a hover wagon down here, fast! Someone's planning a barbecue, and I'm top of the guest list! <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, the line. Oh, God. It's like, really, Dread? Time and place, dude. Holy shit, you're dude, running for your read life. read the fucking room. And uh, someone responds over the radio, Welcome, Judge Dredd. We have you on a scan. All right, we turn our page, and it was a narrow scrape. And there's like a hover wagon that has the justice symbol on it, similar to Justice One, uh, Cal's hover wagon. Yeah, Cal's um, hover wagon. And they're letting down a, a rope ladder, and Judge Dredd is doing his favorite thing in the world. What is that, PK? Jumping off of his bike to grab the rope ladder. I mean, twice in one issue? Twice You're in like damn a right. two pages. <laughs> You're damn right he is. What took you so long? I can only assume that's why they gave them these fucking Lawmaster bikes. Hmm. It's because they wanted action scenes with them to jump off of them a lot. 
And I'm not going to say it's not cool, because it's pretty cool every fucking time. Yeah. But, like... Holy shit, do they overuse it. They do it a lot. (laughs) Um, Judge Dredd says out to the group up above, as he's hopping off his lawmaster onto the uh, rope ladder, What took you so long? The driver says... What? You want we should get a ticket for speeding? That's some nice-friendly banter while millions are dying. Also, like, actually really appropriate if it was Judge Dredd you're saving. Like, he might oh, take that you. That's a, thanks for saving my life. Like, Two years prison. You said you sped in order to save me. Looks like a titan for you. Like, holy <laughs> shit. That is, yeah, that's, that's kind of that's Judge Dredd. Yeah. That's within character. Um, we have an awesome close-up of, of Judge Dredd uh, just snarling into the camera as the city burns below him. It's no good tackling the Mutilanders while this is going on. We gotta put a plug in that volcano. But how, Judge Dredd? There's only one slim chance. The Holocaust Squad. What the fuck did you just say to me, Judge Dredd? You know, the Holocaust Squad. Uh, As you know, the Holocaust Squad. PK, if you would read about this next narration, please. Okay. Uh, Okay, we're not even going to do it as you know. (laughs) Within minutes, the Holocaust Squad was deploying towards the heart of the Inferno. Who the fuck is the Holocaust Squad? <laughs> no, we're gonna get it. Don't worry. Um, the they're like these guys in massive spaceman deep diver they suits. Look like, yeah, like old fucking deep diver, uh, like nineteen twenties style. Yeah, they look they look very much like the old diving suits and a space suit, and they're really fat and, and like almost like marshmallow man. Remember kind of that thing. fucking armor from Monster Hunter? The 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 Reno Plus armor set. Yeah. It looks like a big fucking fat deep diver set. It's yeah. just that. It's it's literally that. The guy who's dropping them off is yelling, We're in position, go, go, go! As these guys go parachuting, like falling out of the, the hover vehicle and parachuting, we can see. Um one guy is yelling as he leaves. Au revoir! Or should I say goodbye? He's fucking stinky diver from goddamn Holy shit. Uh Action, action Team squ- Action Team Now. Action Team Now. Meltman. Meltman with, with the, the power to, to melt, melt. <laughs> the flesh super strong and super naked. <laughs> thunder girl. She flies like thunder. Holy shit. We gotta stop. Um <laughs> the narration continues on, PK. Uh each man knew this was a suicide mission. Their fire suits would last no longer than three minutes in the intense heat of the volcano. And now we have two men are talking to each other, presumably over the radio from their uh, their diver yeah. helmet kind of things. One guy is falling down and his, his parachute is smoking. Yeah. And he says, My parafoil is burning already, Charlie. Wish me luck! I like this choice you're making. Well, he says au revoir, so I'm assuming that's true. true. Well, what's luck got to do with it? What's luck got, got to do Got to do with it. Um, see you in hell, Mitch. <laughs> so we now have a pop was the Holocaust out. Squad. Was that a was that a comic in two thousand AD? Because it should have been. It's a cool fucking spinoff idea. I mean, I know of a squad of people who went on suicide missions. Oh, a certain. Uh, so what are we? Some kind of suicide, suicide squad? <laughs> fucking just take it to the camera, man. <laughs> Jesus. We got a circular pop-up. It off. really was. Dracula's Castlevania. <laughs> the, the, I mean, I literally yesterday saw the importance of being earnest. Or it's like uh, the first, I don't know if it's the first of that, but holy shit, is that the fucking... Mean, we really are the last of us Game of the Year edition. <laughs> <laughs> is, that a, is that a video somewhere? <laughs> I think so. Oh, it's so sad. We really are the last of us Game of the Year edition. Um... 
We have this little circular pop-out of a close-up of the guy in a suit. He's got like a thin mustache, slick back hair, and he's just sweating bullets as lava flows around him. Three short minutes. To re-emphasize to us, the, the reader. Yeah. Judge Dredd, monitor the squad's progress. And we have a little radio that a judge that Judge Dredd is listening to. All right, Mitch is the, fr Mitch is the French one. Go uh, for it. Okay. Mitch here, I've touched bottom. God, it's hot. I can feel it through my suit. Charlie here. Andy and Vance have had it. Just you and me now, Mitch. And Judge Dredd leans in. We got a little close-up of him on the microphone. Search for the main valve, men. The main valve. We find the secondary valve. <laughs> and one of oh the, no! One of the judges in the background is saying to Dredd. We're, oh no, no, it's actually the radio. Sorry. Oh yeah. We're three, Judge Dredd. We're, we're there. Oh, we're there, Judge. <laughs> wow, reading is hard for a dumb <laughs> idiot like me. Didn't you specialize in history? Yeah. Isn't that spoken in words? Or written in words? Well, okay, so the language was invented much later than you think. Okay, let's not go into it, shall we? Let's, <laughs> let's not say we did. Okay. Uh, but the radio is calling out to Judge Dredd. We're there, Judge Dredd. The valve's still intact, but I can't turn it. Keep trying, Mitch. You've got to do it. You've got to shut off the lava flow. And uh, we hear a scream come from ah! the side. Charlie's gone. He's getting worse. Can't last. And we get a zoom up on the radio again. Meltdown. Goodbye. 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 Or should I say, au revoir. <laughs> it's like, thank you, Mitch. You were the one stereotype. Because yeah, au revoir, revoir. Or should I say goodbye? Yeah. I, I, he, I mean, he really wanted to say goodbye a lot. Yeah. Um, Judge Dredd turns around and grimacing as his teeth gnashed to the other, uh, the other judge uh, in the room. They failed. And the guy replies, No, Judge Dredd, look. Look with your special eyes. Uh, <laughs> we see the hover vehicle they're in is outside of the power tower, which is just erupting yeah, a constant stream of They're like of lava. circling around it, I'm assuming. The, and the guy continues. The volcano's dying. They did it, Judge Dredd. They did it. And now this little... By like, God. By God, they did it. And the, uh, the hover vehicle's flying away now. And Dredd is saying, The disaster's over, but we still got work to do. Father Earth and his murdering band are loose in the city. And we can see in the background the, the cooling lava and the, the once ruins of Power Tower. It's all smoking, but the lava's no longer flowing, so it's like, it's like it's solidifying. Time, yeah. yeah. And Dredd has, That's fucking cool. I love that trope, by the way. It's very cool. Whenever you see like lava, like, it's hardened to, like, to fucking rock and shit. It's very cool. Igneous rock. <laughs> Igneous rock. And he says, uh, Father Earth and his murdering band are loose in the city, and by crud, there's going to be a reckoning. And then, PK, if you want to read our next title here. Next prog, Cry of the Blood Plant. <laughs> okay, so let's say we look back on issue 24, shall we? Okay. We are settings in places. We're in the streets of Mega City 1 and Power Tower. Characters, we got Charlie, Andy, Vince, and Mitch. The Holocaust Squad. Members of the Holocaust Squad. That would be a cool spinoff. If, okay, so problem is you couldn't get attached to anybody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> There's suicide mission goers. I mean, what kind of suicide squad, I mean, Holocaust squad would they be if they didn't die? Have you heard there was a rumor, I don't know if it was like last year or the year before, of like a, a, uh, a, a, a street level down to earth Judge Dredd T Netflix original series? Oh, they've been talking that, about it forever, yeah. That weren't going to be judges like normal cops? 
or something be like, like that. just regular cops and judges are in the world around them kind yeah. of yeah so it was be like very down to earth very fucking street level from what I understand it was going to be called Mega City that yeah and, yeah and it was you probably be, told me about this yeah it was going to be called Mega City and Carl Urban said that he was like down to be in it and any if he wanted to Carl Urban's so cool he uh, he steals so many props from yeah the movies. I showed you that video didn't yes, I he did. of, he had the Judge Red helmet. He had the lawgiver. He had fucking. He had his uh, helmet. Faramir's helmet. Yeah, yeah and Faramir's shit. sword. And he just stole everything. He's fucking uh, Star Trek. Uh, responder. Yeah, tricorder. Yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't know Star Trek. I thought it was a responder. My bad. But anyways, items technology of note. We have fire suits the Holocaust Squad wears. Provide only three minutes of protection in the liquid magma. Pretty impressive, still. Yeah, around that episode of Evangelion I watched, where they had to go into the volcano to fight an angel. I. Have watched the first episode of it. And I liked it, but it was, it's it was, fucking weird. It's weird, yeah. Um, I like this interesting thing here. Uh, there was an. This is another point where they get points for me. Where 2080 earns a point. Okay. Parafoil is mentioned. Okay. My parafoil yeah. is burning up. So is that like a parachute made of tin foil? The combination of parachute and tin foil, perhaps. My first instinct was to laugh at this, but then I thought about you know whenever I cook something in the oven. The tinfoil doesn't like burn or anything like no, that. No, yeah, tinfoil is, is notably pretty heatproof. Do you want to know how heatproof? Yeah. Uh, I know tin I... has a very, very, very high... I remember my my element, my periodic table of the elements. Mm-hmm. I remember like various things about it. Tin has a very high melting point. Yes, it does. Like, it has to be just like 120,000? Oh, actually, you are not far off. You're like a couple zeros off, but it's like almost spot on. The melting temperature of aluminum foil is 660 degrees Celsius or 1,220 degrees Fahrenheit Okay. at standard pressure. So it wouldn't melt with temperatures encountered in a standard uh, household oven, meaning that this is in fact a genuinely good idea. Yeah. As normal fabric from parachutes would evaporate or just like disintegrate getting close. The problem is tin isn't very light like canvas. I don't know how it would take a lot. Those parachutes weren't very big, so it would take a huge amount of tin to make a Tin shoot. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but it, it makes sense that, like... But it makes sense it has a, a parachute, resistant. a heat-resistant parachute. Because so cans would burn up immediately. Points for that. Points yeah. for that, right? Terrible slang, made-up words, Judge Dread one-liners. We get a grud, by grud, this by wrong. By grud, there'll be a reckoning. My favorite line, my favorite line gives me so much, like, just unnecessary upsetness, which what, is... What, you want we should get a speeding ticket? That, that's not it, but I wrote that one down. That was the third one. The one that got me was, someone's planning a barbecue, and I'm top of the guest list. <laughs> like, dude, time and place, Dredd. This is a fucking, like, wacky 80s sitcom. I, yeah, I, I love also the, what's not got to do with it? See you in hell, Mitch. Like, they, they're They're like, fucking, yeah, they're prepared. Tonight, they know. Spartans, tonight we die in hell. And if they're, like, prisoners serving on a, like, a suicide squad, prisoners serving on a sentence. Ooh, ooh. Okay, so either, well, maybe... I guess if you were serving a life sentence and they gave you the chance to be free for a little bit and go on like a suicide mission, you might take it just to get out of the life sentence. Yeah. But then again, judges, or maybe like we'll know, we'll knock down your life sentence to like twenty years. It's a suicide mission. Should, they well, only go on suicide missions. <laughs> yeah. We'll take twenty years off your life sentence. You just go hop in this volcano and die. 
Like, or maybe they're fucking just diehard badasses. Deal. Mitch looked like a fucking hard ass. Did you see his mustache? He had a pretty good mustache. Um, <laughs> Au revoir. Au revoir. Um, fucking stinky diver over here. Oh that guy's my favorite member of Action Squad now. I, Action Team now. I think there was the stench, the the smell, the stink, oh, he, stinky diver. Sorry, stinky no, diver. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that mine might have been uh, the flesh. The flesh I, was also great. I remember him like claws itchy, <laughs> rips clothes off all the time. <laughs> Super strong. Super naked. Um, world building though. I have one thing written down. Literally one. The Holocaust Squad is a disaster response team that typically goes into suicide missions. Literally it. That's literally it. That's that, all yeah, it that's is. about all we got. That's 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 as much explanation as we possibly were. They given. died, but they fucking succeeded because their heart is nails. They got big, heavy balls. Brass balls. Big brass balls. We want to props to the fucking suicide squad. Props to the suicide squad. Speaking of which, or Holocaust Squad. Holocaust Squad. Why would we call it that? Uh, death count. We don't know how many people die in total die, but we see a woman named Dorothy fucking fall to her death in lava, and a woman Dread was trying to say get crushed in a fissure of concrete. Pretty fucking dark. Two thousand eighty. Bonus yeah. point for that. Yeah, this is is this the beginning of the dark Dread? We keep saying that. We keep saying that. And it keeps not well, it keeps letting reverting. up a little bit. It keeps reverting a bit and then going back and then reverting. Yeah, a bit. we just have two. We did just have two issues. Progs. Yeah. Of Walter the Robot doing laundry. Doing his laundry. Um, also, as you mentioned, every member of the suicide—I mean, Holocaust Squad—God damn it—perished in the volcano of the top power tower. Rest in peace, Mitch, Vance, Charlie, and especially Andy. You were my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so Mitch was my favorite. Um, Andy was a close second. I mean, he did get a line, so it's fine. It's my usual favorite role to play in anything. Um, <laughs> Andy. Yes. Or a guy with no lines. <laughs> Same. Yes. Oh yeah. Playing Andy and a lot of things, and uh, guy with no lines. PK, do you have anything else you want to talk about for Prog 124, Father Earth Part 3? No, there's not. it's just a cool action issue. Yeah, it's, it's not. mostly just fucking high-octane balls to the wall. We have to close this fucking valve. It's a very um, very contained story, this yeah. particular issue. Yeah, and so, I don't dislike it. No. I liked it. It just doesn't introduce... It doesn't vomit too much exposition into our eyes right. and ears for us and to like they, they, the, the, the Holocaust Squad. I'm like, who the fuck are they? There was no like word of of the Holocaust Squad is a special squad. Yeah, they could have used a third note, but instead they show us. Yeah, I they just show that. us, which I like a little better. I do as well. Do you have anything else you want to bring up for this one, PK? How many people are going to fucking die because of this? This is a lot. Like, this looks this pretty is the bad. S- There's multiple city blocks going down. Yeah. That's... We just had a pretty... Day, the day the law died, millions died, and yes, now we have did. another disaster. We are ramping up our, our dark meter. Well, I'm not sure if... Because it said in the... It says that we're still at 800 million people recently, after the day the law died. Right. But it said millions died, and it's always said that uh, Mega City was over a population of over 800 million people. Yes. So, we're still above or at 800 million people. I'm curious, yeah, how much have perished in this, because this looks like a pretty... Awful disaster. You know? Yeah, this looks pretty fucking bad. Okay. So, PK. I wanted to tell you something very cool, which is that we got our 51st subscriber on YouTube. Oh! Hey, we also got people commenting on stuff saying if they're thankful that the podcast has come to different platforms, they're excited for new episodes to come out. I'm super happy to hear this. This we is great. love you guys very much. I want you to know, if you're listening to this on YouTube, you can now listen to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast on most podcasting apps. Check us out on your preferred plat- listening platform. We are currently on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. 
If anyone is, anyone is listening to this and you find it interesting, feel free to leave a comment and subscribe. Tell your stupid brother-in-law about us. Create a Discord server and join together to make fun of us. Send hate mail about us to that kid from middle school who told you you were a disgrace to your parents. We any, need a P.O. box and do on-opening videos. Any, any unboxing, press. Unopening, oh, oh unboxing. We'll open anything. Any send Unboxing us, dread paraphernalia. Or anything. Literally anything. <laughs> uh... Any press is good press. Yeah. And if you want to contact us, you can at dreadfulemailaddress at gmail.com. That is D-R-E-D-D-F-U-L email address at gmail.com. I promise you we will read and respond to everything on every platform because we honestly don't have that many flower yeah. followers. And we have lots of spare time. To our biggest platform has 50 followers. Yes. Uh, but we love them like they were our own. Our own They're what? followers. Which they are. <laughs> are you ready? PK, are you ready for the all the like the, the the end all be all of all Sizzlers for next time? Uh, okay, nothing. I don't think anything can stop uh, what were the Holocaust wars or uh, oh yeah uh, a human head on tank treads. That was one I listened to or today. Or the ape gang. Yep, you would you, think so. Okay, you ready so, for this shit? Yeah. Okay, next time on the dreadful cyberpunk cast, the epic conclusion to the Father Earth mini arc. What in the actual fuck is a blood plant? Why is Judge Dredd helping a talking cat prevent the murder of a guinea pig? <laughs> Why is Judge Dredd fighting the hunchback of Notre Dame? What? And whatever happened to our favorite character, Brainstorm? I promise you, we will answer all these questions no. next time on the Dreadful Cyberpunk Cast. My name is Andy. And I'm PK. And this has been a very dreadful recording coming to you from the distant, distant present. present! Brainstorm? <laughs>